Hello and welcome to Low Initiative, a D&D podcast for loose friends and looser NPCs. Nope, not that. Bad roles and worse acting? Getting closer. I'm Adam, and I play the character of Rot. And I'm Nathan, your dungeon master. Anyways, let's start the show. Good guys are back again. Good guys are back again. Tell your family, tell your friends. Good guys are back again. We're back together, it's been a month, and we haven't really kept in touch. But we're having a party, and see our friend Steve is trying to take our blood. But we came to party, it was great until we started to fall asleep off Anders' great wine. We all went off to dreamland, and what we saw there blew our minds. It was Galifar, the bronze dragon that we freed from Sem the Second, and he says that he needs our help. He was betrayed by the old 13. We need to break the ties between our plane and the plane of dreams. Here we go to the plane of dreams. Not everything is what it seems. The beasts that we're trying to defeat are called Korai. They invade people's dreams and have a crystal that we gotta find. We met Robert Hume, he's a totally real guy. He's got a sheep named Sparky and we decide to team up. So in the first dream we jump and we see a familiar pal, the halfling Sal. We make sure his big break singing goes well and it breaks the Korai spell. The next dream had a big kid named Grax. He's in a spooky forest and we try to help him relax. He's lost his parents so we help him come to terms with it. Then we beat the Korai to shit. So here we go, we're on to the next dream, we'll see what trouble it brings. Here we go, to the plane of dreams, not everything is what it seems. Let's kick this bad boy off. Yeah. Who remembers where you guys were last? Uh, we're in the dream realm. Dalcor, Dalcor. Yeah, Dalcor. Uh, I think we had just we were we just about just, to start the wagon wheel. We had yeah, we had just started the dream uh, where it was like mm-hmm. the the circling wagons. I think is what it was called. Oh yeah, I had to title all these dreams to give you guys kind of choices, but you don't quite know what they are. And so, what you see here. Or, Actually, more what you hear before what you see is a cloud of dust as a blue Veldelkin then calls whoa to the horses. And you see three covered wagons and three kind of storage wagons come to a halt and you find yourselves on a dusty road with a like range of mountains to your left and kind of a cavernous, steep declined wasteland on the right. Um, you know, it looks, I kind of want to think like Grand Canyon. Are we in the Oregon Trail, um, Nathan? TM, TM, TM. Can, can I roll, yeah, can are I we roll gonna, for dysentery? Are we going to die? Just to see if I have it. Are we going to die of dysentery? Uh, any cuts, any cuts you take, you may have to yeah. roll for. For, nobody, for, for Nobody make fun of Terry. Yeah. Or he's going to freak out and you're going to die. From dysentery. You have, hey, to be, you have to be so I will careful around Terry. Terry. I will diss him whenever I want. <laughs> Love that chaotic energy. Um, do Man. I see Billy Ray Cyrus or Lil Nas X anywhere? <laughs> Roll perception. I'd love to meet Lil Nas X. Uh, 11 plus whatever my perception is. Uh, 11. <laughs> you, you see um, kind of the leader of these Veldelkins, uh, kind of a middle-aged man, sturdy, he build, uh, and he's got his family with him, as well as a few other families. 
was there that seemed to be have all of their belongings packed up with them. Uh, you also feel a cold chill in the air um, and, and notice that there's snow on the tops of these mountains and there's snow off in the distance behind them. Um, and, and like, it's... It's cold in this part of, of the world where this dream is taking place or where this dreamer is dreaming it, it to be cold. I was going to say, can I imagine some like uh, some warmer clothes on me, like a like a, a damn fur coat, pimp coat? Give me a wisdom roll. Can I, while he rolls, can I ask you a question, Nathan, the DM? Yeah. Since we're entering the dream, would we, for all these I never asked, but would we be dressed as if we were a part of the dream for the dreamer? Like... Back in the, the the when we were on stage, like we were in stage clothes, you know. In this, it's like, are we in old west clothes for the dreamer? Very fine point. To the dreamer, what he sees and perceives is you in um and what clothes he would expect you to be. Okay. Also, so, likewise, so cow, cowboy hats all around, right? Mm-hmm. Also, likewise, he might perceive you to be a different race. Um, you know, if tieflings are not common where this is taking place. You may not appear to him as a tiefling. However, to the rest of you, you are going to appear as you normally appear with your normal clothes, unless you do as uh, Will has just asked and wants to change his appearance. So it's yeah. we're we're manifesting new clothes. We're power of positive thinking <laughs> ourselves into Hell warmer yeah. outfits. Well, let's find out how positive Will's uh, positive thinking was. Was yeah. he able to manifest new clothes? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have my uh, I didn't have my my crystals on and my my charms and, and focuses. So I, I I rolled a six. I got a six oh, there. No. So it's not a great coat. So you're trying to focus and think of a furry coat, uh, and like you now just have like a frilly scarf, like. Something that you would imagine um, arrested, like a boa, yeah, like that kind of a scarf. Yeah, I'm thinking um, arrested <laughs> development. The so like not oh, actually yeah. warm, just looks cool. Yeah, but it's furry. You got the furry right. Will okay. Will I love that furry snake around your neck? Yeah, I mean, thank you. It's not. It's not exactly what I was going for, but I think I could pull it off. I, I think this works for me. I believe that if you wrap it tightly enough, it will keep your neck warmer than it was previously. Yeah, and I I, uh, I tie it up nice, and I do I do a little strut to see how I to see how I like it. Yeah, this works. I think this works. Show us that catwalk. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Charisma plus one. <laughs> Cold resistance. Is it, is it a- nothing. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what? I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna make it work for me. I love that uh, this family that's like going through the trail just sees a group of us and like <laughs> we're just like ooh la la walking down up and down the trail in front of them. Like yeah. that, that's what they stopped for. Oh yeah, maybe maybe we should uh, see see what's up with these these folks. Uh, hail, hail and well met. Uh, don't please don't be intimidated by my uh, dashing good looks. Oh there, are you fellow travelers? We are I mean, passing through. Yeah, for sure. We don't mean you any harm. We're not bandits. Where do you travel to? Uh, the destination's never important. It's the journey along the way, am I right? <laughs> and the friends we make. Hi, my name's Artie Morgie. My name is Terry. <laughs> nice to meet you, Terry. And I reach up my, my hand. That is, that is a different name than the one that you introduced yourself to me. Do you have multiple aliases? Yep. Interesting. <laughs> I would also like to choose a new alias, 
My name is now C- Cooper. Robert, you you can't announce that you're choosing a new alias in front of in front of the people. I mean, I don't think that matters. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> that's not how that works, Robert. <laughs> Hume. No, no, I think or that's Cooper, fine, but I mean, like, you know, you usually do that, you know, in your mind. I do not understand. Why would I not want to uh, announce the new name that I have chosen to everybody so that they can refer to me accurately? You know. <laughs> That's not an alias. <laughs> I, think he, I think he's got you there, Rot. <laughs> Who's Rot? Nice, nice to Marty. meet you, Cooper. Oh, shoot. Uh, oh, man. And I just I just like whip out a, a pen and start furiously scribbling down notes. I'm like, I, I, I don't know if I can keep up with this, you guys. What was your name again, sir? I've already forgotten. Hi, Terry. His name is Terry. Ah, it's Terry. Terry, what? how is your evening travels proceeding? How are things going? Do you feel afraid or worried about your surroundings? We move as fast as we can. We have been driven from our homes. The frost giants are in pursuit. There are frost giants currently pursuing you as you move forward. Yes. This sounds like the kind of scenario that we might be able to help out with everyone. Yeah. Uh, how we make this cart go faster? We have horses. But how do we make them go faster? Like, how do we get more power from the horses? We wish more horsepower. Yes, for you, so you can get away from these frost trolls. Giant, whatever you just said. Have you rations? Our wives and children are sleepy. I believe they require food and motivation for their large dogs. <laughs> we also need sustenance. We have traveled for many days. Since the ice came, we have had no rest. I have heard of this ice king. He has a small penguin friend who is very annoying. I mean, this solved our giant baby scenario, but you like fried rat? <laughs> We will eat what we must. Well, well, man, are you in luck? I have this old family recipe, fried rat, and let me tell you, it is uh, very gamey and stringy. But it requires a significant amount of chewing and forty rats, and I got them all by their tails. <laughs> oh no! Four forty? Four oh. It's 3D20. Oh, my God. All right. Well, uh, I don't know if we need that many rats for, for Mima's recipe, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we can simply s- Simply double or quadruple up the ingredients if necessary. Anyway, I'm going to give these to your kids. They're in the back. Yeah. I'm just going to put them in the back of their wagon. <laughs> <laughs> just, so, so just start scurrying around. <laughs> You hear screaming as hey, it's the okay. children were resting and are now being awoken by rats crawling over them. I believe we may have introduced more fear into this scenario. No, they're cute and cuddly. What are you talking about, Cooper and Robert? Yeah, I wonder what happens if we go the other way and just make this situation uh, incrementally worse, if that, if that does anything. You've never tried that. Yeah, I mean, if we scare them awake, you know? Can I, can I actually, can I like roll uh, like insight to see if that is a thing that would affect our surroundings in any way? If we like actively made things worse? Sure. We've been the good guys enough. <laughs> it's dream time. Oh, nope. That's a nat one. You notice no changes. Okay. I believe that we should stick with our original plan of trying to cure this bad dream in order to draw out the Korai that we must fight. Now, Cooper, you're New Year. We've been the good guys for like 13 episodes now. (laughs) I'm ready to try something different where there's like, you know, no consequences. We don't know any Terry's in real life. So like he has a bad night at sleep, you know, whatevs. 
Yeah, but do we want run the risk of making the quarry even more powerful? That's that's my only concern. Gonna be honest, didn't think of that. That is a concern that I would like to echo. Will. How are these people reacting to us just discussing? <laughs> <laughs> I feel well-being. I feel like they. I feel like they must respect the aside. I'm like standing next to their wooden wagon with a fireball in my hand. Like, sorry, not doing this. <laughs> no, not 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 this time. Uh, 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 shoot, right? What's what's your what's your new name? Artie. 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 Yeah, like Artie. Arthur Morgan. Okay. Artie. Red, Interesting Red choice. Dead. Okay. That. <laughs> oh. Pfft. So they've 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 mentioned that they they want they need like rations and food and they need to make their horses go faster. Is that is that kind of like what we've gotten as like things that like they're concerned about doing and and like is that is that this like the is the sense that we're getting like that's what they need in order to like have the dream go in a better direction to get away from the frost. Right. We could also directly fight the frost things therefore eliminating the sense of danger so that they continue on their own i feel like frost giants are real big <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if we necessarily want to fight them what if we just told them that they're dreaming we haven't tried that yet what if they just wake up oh yeah we could give them a kick i believe i believe they require some sort of kick in order to wake up Ah. What if we tell him they're dreaming, the dreamer Terry realizes he's lucid dreaming, and then can shape things to his own accord? Ooh, that's an interesting Ooh. idea. Hey, Terry. Yes. Hey, have a... <laughs> I just want you to think this out for a minute. Have you always had a family that is, you know, currently on a trail across country? Like, really think about it. What, what did you do yesterday? We traveled. What did you do the day before? We traveled. What time is it? He looks up at the sun and gauges it and says, you know, does the, like the finger trick as like three hours till sundown. What time was it three hours ago though? Like you've kind of been here. Six hours until sundown. <laughs> how, how, many, how many days have you been traveling? We have been traveling for several weeks now since the ice came. Terry, when was the last time you... Did you sleep last night? We took shifts. The three, or the two other men and I, take shifts protecting the camp. But do you remember sleeping last night? Think about it. It was not long, but I remember sleeping. You remember sleeping in your sleep dream. <laughs> what if you ever dreamt that you were sleeping? <laughs> Did you have any dreams last night? <laughs> if you say have a giant baby, I'm leaving. Wasn't... Wasn't the, the, the giant baby that we interacted with, wasn't his dream actually like the manifestation of like an actual memory that he had had? Yeah. So couldn't it be that, couldn't it be that these, that this guy is, the, or the people that we're interacting with, I, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's like the main guy, Terry's dream, or if it's a collective dream of like all of them, but like, couldn't it be that like they're, he's just having a dream about a specific incident that happened oh. and we need to, and we need to make that memory yeah. of the incident go differently so that he can like well let's yeah. let's think have this closure out, for it if that's true he made it through the this travel to continue living and thus be having the dream right but out. maybe but maybe it but maybe it was like traumatic or tragic like maybe his family died in real life and we have to like make the dream be that we save his family instead uh, are, so that he can have a good dream are you suggesting we kill terry <laughs> no by no means by absolutely no means do i want to yeah, kill wait, are terry because if you die in dream world in you die in real life yeah are we are we discussing this in character um, yes yes i would like to raise that concern with the group 
in character. Guys, guys, I I'm getting a kind of a weird a weird vibe from from Terry. He's kind of he's kind of talking a little, you know, a little differently. Do you think maybe it's not actually Terry's dream? Yeah, it might be the Frost Giant's dream. What if what is it? No, well, not the there's a bunch of people in these wagons. There's a it lot might be of somebody else's dream. But what if the Frost Giant dreams about losing dinner? There there must be some sort of experiment that we can do to determine whose dream it actually is. Like every other time it's only been like one entity that we're interacting with. Baby, Sal. This we got a whole family to worry about. And I look down the track. That's true. Point of clarification, there are three families to worry about. Fuck me um, running. Can I can I go over to the families and I, I wanna ask, can anyone here have a conversation with me? A brief conversation. So you go up to the first wagon? Yeah, I just I just like go up to like the first group of people that I'm seeing. So this is this is Terry's wagon. Yeah. Um, and he's got, you know, a, a little son and his wife and uh, the wife is holding an infant, mm-hmm. and she kind of sits up with her infant in hand. She says, "Hi, are, are you guys also running from the ice?" Hello. Uh, we would like to help you with your issue of the ice. Can you elaborate more on that and the issues that you are having, the struggles and the and the hardships that you have been facing? Well, uh, our home, we used to, it, it was kind of a deserty, rocky place, but then then it got cold, and, you know, it gets cold sometimes, but this is summer, and it got cold, and ice just started coming out and started to snow, and every, every few days it crept, not like coming down from the sky, but out, and it's starting to cover more and more of the land, and with it, Came these frost giants and these creatures, all made of ice. We just were trying to seek shelter. This individual seems particularly salient, and I am unsure if they are a dream construct or a real person. Sounds like she's talking about global warming that we need to solve. <laughs> <laughs> and I look down the trail and see if I see any ice giants following. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I rolled a 12, but my passive perception is an 18. Wise. That's a lot. That's 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 some high wisdom. So I'm just going to say, because passive perception is like what you can like see and notice. Um, and like, you're not spotting frost giants um, out in the distance when you're like looking and trying to like spy them. But you are noticing that snow that you saw off in the distance seems to have uh, continued forward um, as if it was like someone pouring out water on the ground and it's just like running along the ground. Not far, but, you know, off in the distance, it's, let's say that you had seen a rock off in the distance that was like, uh, you know, 20 feet beyond the snow. The snow has caught up and now has covered that rock. And it's not falling from the air. It's like just crawling along the ground. There is snow swirling in the air, but this is also like ground cover that's that's moving. Okay. So, you know, kind of like light snowy flurries. You know, the, the playful stuff that you see in winter, but like... Yeah. Not and enough. The ground cover is like, yeah. Yeah, not enough to be like a heavy downpour. But actively showing it's moving quickly. <clears throat> yes. Did I get any sense of like, cause I, 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 I was, um, uh, unsure about the, the lady that I was talking to. Is there anything that I can do to like try to determine whether or not she is like a real person or like a dream construct or, or did I just not get enough information from the conversation that we had? Give me a perception. Did she sound a bit like Terry? <laughs> perception is not great for me. Uh, that's an 11. You're not quite determining 
in um, if she's the one having the dream or if it's Terry having the dream, just, you know, his subconscious filling in the gaps of what his wife would sound like. Were, was the the wording that they were using, were they both like using like similar phrases or words? As like, much as I can. Like, did yeah. it seem like, did it seem like they were kind of like saying the same things? Yeah. Okay. Because hmm. I, because that, I'll, I'll say this in character, I'll say that, that makes it seem as though it is one consciousness projecting the same thoughts and phrases onto multiple characters. Hey, Terry, what's today's date? Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're going to figure out how far back this happened, if it happened. All right. If you guys really want me to do this, I will grab the book and find out what day it is. What year? Is anybody else getting a little bit of, of feedback, like a little high-pitched whistling noise? Yeah. I'm not I'm not hearing anything. No, we're not hearing anything either. It's all you, bro. Does that mean that it's... That means it's probably coming from us. It's probably coming from the dream. Everyone else can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, everyone I don't hear else can hear it. It's you. <laughs> Will's got tinnitus from too many concerts. <laughs> That's true. From too many uh, being knocked unconscious. Yeah, how many times have you gone down now, Will? Uh, man. There should there should be a counter. <laughs> it almost sounds like like there's like a fan or something like right next to. I hear it. Oh, that but, might be my that just might be my laptop spinning because I can hear. Uh, yeah, it's like the fan. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh, no worries. Yeah, you don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't need it. You know that thing that does all the recording with your professional uh, use. Oh no. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. You don't need that garbage. All right. Since I'm not finding it, he gives you like a relatively recent date um, in time. You would say maybe like three months ago. So in, this in real time didn't really happen, or we would know about it. Because like a month ago, we were fighting a dragon. So it's been two months before we all got together. Do I have any I like, mean, history what? knowledge of like a frost happening in the world, like a big give one? Me, what, give me where a history are check. We? Also, excellent question there, Devin. I got an eight. Does it look like any like mountains or mountain ranges that I had seen on my travel mm. from Eston to Sharn? It does not look like any mountain ranges you have seen. Does it look familiar to Robert having come from Ondare? It does not look like any... Who's Robert? I thought it was Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> it does not look like any mountains you've seen in Ander. Yeah. Or Arendar. Yeah, I'm sorry. Does it look like any mountain I've ever seen in the Underworld? <laughs> this also does not match any mountain range you've seen in the Underworld. Hey, Terry. <laughs> yes? Just a general curiosity. Where are you coming from? And where are we now? I've been lost for so long. We are in mentioned run. Mentioned run? Yeah, fucking obviously. <laughs> <laughs> can can I do it? Can yes, I do a history obviously. check on that? <laughs> yeah, go for it. I actually have decent history. Uh it's a fourteen. So you don't necessarily know where mentioned run is on a map, but you know it's on the continent of Zendrik. Okay. What continent am i from you're from corvira okay so like to put it in perspectives if you guys are in north america and i said mozambique okay you'd be like oh africa right but maybe not point like exactly, exactly. on the map where Got it. Mozambique okay. is. Hmm. so it seems we are far from the place that we are actually from huh 
Well, my weather knowledge doesn't extend that far. I wish Gerard was here. He'd know these kind of things. <laughs> That's true. That man was cultured and, and very worldly. Yeah. Well, Terry sounds like he talks in very broken up sentences. I'm thinking that... Cooper, you were talking to an old lady earlier. She sounded like her thoughts were more like uh, immersive and flowy stream of thought. It did. It did seem like her sentence structure was less um, less broken. Yeah. Uh, what do you think if we like take Terry over to look at the Grand Canyon and then investigate the old lady more? Uh, yeah. I mean, if we want to have like a couple of us. Hey, Terry, would you like to go and look at the canyon over here with me? I suppose. Okay. I <laughs> I take him over and I start pointing out like different rock formations. That is igneous. And that is, stri- that striation indicates a high level of sandstone and limestone. While Cooper's doing that, I look at you guys and go, are we sure we can't just like make this a nightmare? And cast Mold Earth, he'll just whoop right on down. It'll look completely natural. <laughs> I mean... I feel like that would be still a little bit, uh, a little bit cruel. But I don't know. I mean, we got we got to figure out whose dream this is so we can make them make them feel better. Process of elimination. That's what they mean, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we should try it. We should try just just talking first. All right. Uh, yeah. We don't want to accidentally send uh, Cooper slash Robert down <laughs> with him. All right, Nathan. Do I see anyone who looks uh, more terrified than everybody else? Um, the small children. Well, they're covered in rats. Yeah, the people that <laughs> the people that rot put rats on definitely do not. <laughs> they are not happy about life. Oh no! All right, can I go over to like where the snow is and try to ascertain whether it's like magical or something? Yeah, it's still. You know, they've been trying to put distance between themselves and the snow, so it's it's a ways behind. So it's still a ways yeah. off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like maybe y'all don't want to stand there forever. All right, uh, guys, this uh, this snow's definitely catching up with us. We might want to keep these people moving. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll walk and talk. Should I start bringing Terry back towards the group then, or did they want to interact with the lady a little bit more? Yeah, I'll I'll talk to this lady real quick. Hey, uh, uh, how you doing? Uh, how how you holding up with all this all this crazy stuff going on? I know we we just kind of arrived here, but uh, we we want to help and uh and and you know make make this journey as as comfortable as possible. How how can we do that for you? Uh, uh, it has been a, a while since the kids have had a, f- a full meal. If you travelers have rations, you could spare. You know the the. Uh- oh right, right, the rat thing. Uh yeah, we can <laughs> we can actually. They have they have rations. Yeah, we do. <laughs> We have rations, but not rations. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, is it? Did we do survival check last time for me to try to cook up some, some rat? Yes, we did. Um, but as you go to start making a fire, her, she's like, "Oh no, um, we, we really, we don't have time to make a fire now. We need to, we need to put distance uh, between ourselves and the, the frost giants that lurk in the, in the snow." Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, I'm on the same page as you. But uh, let me just do let me just do this real quick. Uh, and I have Firebolt as a cantrip, so can I just can I just like flash fry these things? Yes, but uh, as it's as you're cooking with gas, as we say, <laughs> although you're literally not cooking with gas, you're cooking with high propensity magic. magic. Baby. Um, and I'm assuming this is the first time you've ever filleted a rat with a Firebolt. 
I want you to roll a survival check at disadvantage. Um, can I actually, uh, as I like hear the firebolt starting to go off, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I'm going to restore balance, um, behind me. So like, I start to like, like clockworks start to like generate and spin around my head and it negates his disadvantage and it just makes it a straight up. I would like a perception roll from okay, you that's fair. to that's, see if you hear that's him fair. say that's this. Fair. That's fair. Uh, that was, that is a 15. I okay. That. Yeah. You heard him. That's that seems like a situation that someone might need some assistance with. Yeah, no, that's probably good. I was I was just gonna wing it, but I, I appreciate your your help here. Uh, and I roll so good. What's my survival here? Eighteen. Nice. Nice. Yeah, thanks for the help there, uh, Cooper. Wink, wink. You you're very welcome, Will. Yeah, I'm just slicing and dicing these these rats. Uh, you know, slicing them into into thin you know, thin strips and then just, just like torching them with my, with my firebolt. She pulls in her son and she's like, Terrence, Terrence here, have some of this. Yes, mother. (laughs) The secret ingredient is no seasoning. (laughs) It's not good. (laughs) But it's edible, I guess. Are you happy with that, son? Those are my babies. That made me feel much worse. What? Are you scared? Are you scared now? What's your name, son? I put my rot, hand on rot. him. Rot, we talked about this. Rot, we talked about this. I'm not gonna. Do you feel better with a belly full of children? Uh, you better. Because uh, you better get a move on. Or I'm going to chase you every night just like that snow. Why don't you tell your parents to hurry up with the wagon and get God going? Damn it. Give me an intimidation check. No. Crit fail. (laughs) Plus six. So while you're doing this, he like kind of, you know, it's like his eyes are scurrying and he sees like the groan on Daphne's face and like (laughs) the slight horror on Will's face of like, and he's just like not buying it. He's like, nah, nah. This guy's, this guy's trying to act tough. I hug him. He kicks you in the shin. <laughs> I was going to say, what's your AC? Oh, damn. Roll an 18 on the die. Oh, Oof. I'm going. Take one damage. 18? I have 18. Isn't the defender? It goes to the, no, goes to the attack. All right. All right. Yeah. I Ooh. kick him back. Okay. You're just going to start a fight with a small child. <laughs> he kicked me. <laughs> you... Th- <laughs> I want to, I want to get this, I want something to happen. I'm going to kick the kid back. Okay. That's my unarmed strike. Uh, ten. Also, can I just ask where you guys are mostly standing? I'm over by the edge of a cliff with Terry. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> I'm kicking a small child. Yeah, and I'm... I'm going to go to one of the other uh, wagons and actually give them a ration. Like... Hey, those guys over there get rat, but here you go. <laughs> Some Lambus bread. Thank you, partner. And Vidalkin, like, reached out his hand, kind of thanks you. My name's Billy. Um, nice to meet you, Billy. Name's Ander. It's my daughter, Miley. <laughs> and our son, Cyrus. God damn it. <laughs> Do you have any buddy named Ray? or My wife, Ray. <laughs> Ah, it's nice to meet the family. Hey, what's this kid's name, Hannah? No, that is Miley. 
The one I'm kicking? <laughs> oh no, you're still up. You're still up in uh, Terry's wagon. Oh, okay. I'm at Terry's. You're, you're kicking his son. Which is why I'm not getting in trouble because he's looking over a cliff <laughs> after right now. So, uh, Daphne, where are you standing, and what are what are you doing while this is going on? Just hanging out. Just vibing. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck the ha- is happening here. But like, are you in the middle of the road vibing, or are you like up by a wagon, like observing? I'm by the wagon observing. He wants to know which one of us is going to be ambushed and which one of us isn't. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna guess I missed on several of these. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll just go in order. Uh, Ander, you went back to the furthest cart, uh, so the closest to the snow. Does mm-hmm. does a 17 hit? It does not. All right. Secondly, uh, Rot and Will and Daphne does a 18 hit. Ties. Ties hit. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. All right. A huge boulder has been thrown, hurled, uh, and maybe a boulder is not quite the right word. I'm thinking a giant icy snowball with, like, rock and ice uh, has been hurled in your direction. Um... Nate, that's too many. Nate, you grabbed too many. Put those put those away. You don't need all those dice. I would like you all to take 14 damage. If I die from the one oh, no. hit point that I got Jiminy. kicked by a child, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> and uh, Robert. Yes. Uh, does a 25 hit. A twenty-five? Yeah, that'll... I assumed that one would probably. Yeah, hit. that'll do it. I can't. I can't. I can't shield that one away. <laughs> Does Terry also take uh, damage? That's an that important one? question. Yeah. Uh, as they're sitting ducks, just sitting in a wagon. Uh, yeah. I be- I believe this dream is starting to go badly. Oh. How does 25 damage feel? It doesn't feel great. I'm going to tell you straight up, that's like fully half of my hit points. I, before combat starts, Oof. I cast Mold Earth under Terry and drop him and hope he's the one so it's a kick. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Okay. I'm fingers crossed it's a kick. We wake up, we fight a Quari back in Dream World. <laughs> no. Otherwise, Terry's it's the fe- dead. It's the, feel- it's the feeling of falling that wakes you up. That's exactly. Kind of the kick. I mean, he's going to have sense. the feeling of falling for. Yeah, he is. Oh, no. So, cinematically and positionally, <laughs> how much. How specific of control of Mold Earth do you have? Let me tell you. Hold on. I, I'm just wondering if you're gonna drop Robert as well. Oh. Oh. Wait. If I can, if I get if I get dropped, do I die? It has a range of 30 hit? feet and a five foot square, so I can do it like a little to the side. So I mean, it's a five foot square. It's pretty tiny. That's enough for one character. It's like yeah, that's like one of these. Okay. Okay. So I'm guessing you're like just trying to turn it into a shoot to like drop. Yeah. Just whoop. Okay. He's um, going. On a water slide made of earth. <laughs> I'm picturing that you two are standing close by. Yeah, I was like standing next to him. Because you're like pointing things out to him. So yeah, I'm, yeah. um, I'm going to give you advantage. Okay. Just give me a deck saving throw. Okay. Uh, beat a 12 and you're fine. Okay. Uh, under 12, you die instantly by falling by a thousand feet. Sick. Oh, man. Hey, it's been great being on the podcast with you guys. Thank you so much for inviting me. I was- oh, no. Uh, yeah, I got a 16 plus nothing. 16. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Terry failed. And so Terry starts to fall. Yeah. And as he Bye, falls, the dream starts to go white around you. We're waking up, guys! We're waking up! the color and, like, you know, detail is what Terry can see and, like, you know, observe. So it was Terry's dream all along. <laughs> it's weird how his wife is way more articulate. <laughs> <laughs> the bubble pops and you guys are dropped back out of the dream world. Oh, golly. Whew. And before you can do anything, you see the Quirai jump into another bubble. Oh. Yo, that frost giant just did like a fuck ton of damage to all of us. I'm kind of happy about this. No offense. <laughs> yes, but we have we have fought the Quirai and been victorious in the past. I believe we could have handled the Quirai. You also noticed that none of the damage you took in the dream has affected you outside of the dream. <gasps> Hell yeah, back up to full, baby! Oh, nice. Also, uh, Robert, I believe you used a spell. Uh, I used I used a restore balance, which I, I, I can do three times in a, in a day. You've noticed that spell slot is still there. Ah, oh, sick. Cool. That's hey. so dope. Not I feel like we learned a lot in that little experience. Everyone, I believe that my abilities have somewhat restored themselves. Yeah. You guys don't have to say it, but a, a thank you would be nice. Yeah, I also feel less shitty, and and yeah, rot. rot I mean, uh, Artie, Artie. That was uh. Oh no, that was good. I'm rot again. That was just for. Oh, that you're rot again. Oh, cowboy scenario. That's my cowboy. Name. You're you're just really trying to immerse yourself in the experience. That that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I feel like we learned, learned a lot uh, in that interaction. Rot so in if, if anything shame. ever goes, you know, super bad in a dream, we can we can always eject. Okay, roll an attack. Uh, that's like 17. Why? Does not hit. The fuck was that for, Daphne? Because we could have fucking died. But we didn't. <laughs> Quit thinking in the past. That's why all these people are having bad dreams. They're thinking about their past. This is going to be your fucking dream when we jump into the next one. <laughs> the past, it was five fucking seconds ago. It was three months ago for him. Point, point of order. Sal's dream was specifically about his future as a musician and performer. Right. I know, but we determined this one was about the past. We did the calendar, the time, you know, he did the finger thing against the sun. That is accurate. <laughs> I agree with you there. Yeah, how does that finger trick work? Uh, so you hold up your fingers on the, the like edge of the horizon uh, and each finger length uh, when you hold your hand out fully it's supposed to be 15 minutes so gotcha what if you have fat fingers then you count then you it up to fast... where the sun is right it's you have you have a fast if watch yeah it's a rough watch it, you know <laughs> <laughs> anyway D D. not like i prepared a whole you know encounter where you guys could flip the wagons like shield yourselves as these Giants are throwing ice boulders at well, you. you. You know what? You know what they? You know what they say? The DM plans, and then the players laugh. I'm sorry, Nate. That sounds fun. I, Let's I, go back in. Fuck the core. I, I even <laughs> rolled to see how long before the giants would attack, and if you guys like, you know, kept moving to see, you know. Yeah. I'm sorry to bugger it. Yeah, no, we had a little powwow. We had a little, uh, a little get together. We circled the wagons. We didn't. Uh, we didn't. Um, Proceed. Circle them right off the edge of that <laughs> cliff. Um, well, yeah. it uh, it would appear as though we need to continue following the Korai, and then we need to disrupt its ability to siphon off the negative energy from the nightmare in order to draw it out in a way that we can combat it. 
But it is it is it is good information to have that we have an eject button should things go poorly. Did we see the uh, bubble that that Cora ran off to? All right, do, do we just want to hop yeah, in there? Yeah, let's follow this son of a bitch. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to follow in. Yeah, I wrecked Harry's dream. Uh, before I jump in, Daphne, why'd you kick me? I told you why I kicked you. Cause, cause I woke us up and saved us. Cause we could have died. You didn't know that that was going wake to up, do that. But... Or a non, like a dream person dies, which. Yeah, Daphne, you're a you're a lady of science, don't you, you? You take risks with some of the experiments that you do, right? But we didn't know if somebody die if somebody dies in the dream, we weren't stuck in their dream forever. If we were, then we have a whole life to lead. It was only three months in the past. We'll get back to this point. That's not, that's not <laughs> how it fucking works. All right, I'll be more careful. Well, we never I'll be more known careful in the future, okay? Just, you know, talk to me about these things. Don't kick me. This is this is beneficial to both of us. I feel like we're growing as people. What? You didn't even talk to anyone else before you dropped a fucker off? Or <laughs> I know. Cliff. Apparently, I need to be less impulsive, and you need to not fucking kick me. <laughs> okay? See, we both are yeah, we, learning we about each today, other. Guys. And then I hop into the dream realm. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm going to follow him into the dream realm. Wait. Wait for us, Rot. Artie, we're on. Uh, here I go. Yeah, I jumped. All right, Ander. Give me a wisdom roll. Oh, right off the bat? 13. Sorry, what was on the die and what is your modifier? Uh, 11 was on the die. My wisdom modifier is plus two. Okay. So uh, that gives you the options uh, because you just went into dream 11, circle the wagons. So you have the options of 12 and 13, which are entitled Thieves' Curse and Sir and Squire. Let's go Thieves' Curse. These are these are cool titles, Nathan. I spent a lot of time thinking yeah. of the, the titles. T- the titles really rule. Like I would read a book series... <laughs> Where like the first book was called Thieves Curse and the second book was called Sir and Squire. Yeah. Like that rules. If the third the final book of the trilogy was called Wagon Wheel, I would probably be upset though. <laughs> I don't think it was called Wagon Wheel. I'm pretty sure it was the it was the, circling the wagons or something. Circle the wagons. Okay. Circle of wagons, which is way cool. I would read that as a like a between books two and three. Novella. <laughs> uh, the uh, what what's the what's the name of the wind one? The uh, the slower guard of silent things. Yeah, like it's a nice novella. That'd be yeah. yeah. And then book four, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Someday, maybe. Who knows? Let's really talk about what we learned at that last one. One, as long as we don't outright murder the dreamer and just ex- give them a kick to wake up, we're, we're out. Because I'm guessing he woke up <coughs> while he was falling and not when he hit the ground. Yeah. Two, multiple consciousnesses. That sucks. It's a really hard to figure out who's having the dream and who's not. Three, Frost Giants hit like a bitch. Fuck. Got hit with a cement truck in that last stream. Yeah, that one That one hurt. Y'all cloistered Oh, together. not me. because They were able to hit y'all. They missed me. Well, let me tell you, it hurt a lot. Well, it is good to know that any uh, damage we sustain in here doesn't carry over. Yeah, that is nice to know. Um, I'm still hurt from when we fought the Quarai back out there, so that does carry over, it looks like. Um, so we gotta be a little careful about that. This one, what was this dream called? Thieves' Curse? Thieves' Curse, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if this is gonna affect it, but I've stolen a lot. <laughs> like, in general. Like, I don't wanna be I'm cursed. imagining some, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, like, stealing the Aztec gold oh, curses yeah. them to undeath. I was thinking like Thieves Guild from Skyrim. Mm. 
A lot of underground fencing stuff. Or it might be like this book I read called The Sea of Thieves. Ironically, more of an Ocean's Eleven type deal. Mm. Less Pirates of the Caribbean. Is Matt Damon in the book? Uh, there's a guy named Locke Lamora, which is a fucking dope name. That is pretty cool. Well, I'm really glad that you guys chose this one because it's one of the few that I have like rather well planned out. You know, with 20 different dreams, some of these are more fluidly planned out and less fluidly planned out. This one's got a very tight track. I really, can I just say, in the last one, when the mom was rocking the baby, I really wanted to say something about rock me mama like a wagon wheel. I'm glad you didn't. Well, I was busy intimidating a child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that line is not very intimidating. I'm just feeling froggy today. I'm sorry. I'm in a good <laughs> mood. It's the weekend. It's a rough week. I'm, I'm excited to hang out with you guys, play d and I'm just feeling yeah, extra... <laughs> You appear inside of a dark cave, lit with lantern, you know, fire torches along the sides. You see a stone obelisk, a drawbridge, and then a rock-faced wall. The drawbridge leading straight into it, a moat under the drawbridge. And leaning against the drawbridge, an old and not-too-well-familiar friend, the Tabaxi from The Seven Stones. Mr. Reginald Fuzzy Bottoms. <laughs> that guy fucking hates me. Why would that person have any issue with you, Rot? I didn't free him from a prison. We got in a bit of a tiff in the prison. That does sound. And he said he would get his revenge on me in that episode. That, that does sound slightly adversarial. I'm going to let you guys take the lead with this. I'm just going to chill and i'm also going to disguise myself to look different <laughs> give me a disguise check i'm gonna i want to performance nine plus performance. do you have a disguise kit that you're proficient on? it's the dream dream disguise. Oh. 12 <laughs> so if you're trying to make yourself like yeah try manifest. dream different man yeah tell me what you're exactly going for here uh i want to look like a very unassuming dwarf uh just like natural size beard Unassuming red hat. Yeah. Kind of like garden gnome, but dwarf size. Yeah, so you're tr- trying to just literally physically change every aspect of I want you. to look yeah, like super unassuming. Okay, make that a wisdom as opposed to... It's worse. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, just, what, plus my wisdom saving then? Yeah. Uh, nine. Okay, you've made yourself look like a smaller version of yourself. You look, you look more like your real self. <laughs> man, but I look, shorter I and less like, intimidating. I would rather look like a taller dwarf than a smaller me. <laughs> yep, and if you rolled better, that was a possibility. <laughs> I also am just going to forewarn you that as this is the version of you that's projecting, I am going to give you disadvantage on inti- uh, intimidation checks. That's fair. You're you're so much cuter now. I'm like a three foot me. It's a it's a yep. chibi I'm, rot. It's me, Regulin. <laughs> it's Regulin Slickfingers. I'm back from a different D and D campaign that no one knows what I'm talking I've, about. I've I'm I've become a plane walker and I've stepped into a different reality than the one that I was in previously. All right, is this is this Reginald guy on the other side of the drawbridge or are we? He's kind of just leaning against the obelisk, weighing his options. Have have we in, have we talked with him at all yet, or said anything to him, or has has he like gestured to us, or like has does it even seem like he's recognized Rot? It does not. Excellent, thank God. 
<laughs> Rot, if your relationship with this person is so adversarial, perhaps it would be best if you were to hang back. I'll hang back. Yeah, I'm going to hang back. This is the one for me. I'm going to hang back. I, 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 I'm going to turn to like Will and Andre and Daphne. I'm going to be like, I believe that it might be possible that if it is indeed this person's dream, it might have something to do with Rot. If his desire for vengeance is so strong, perhaps the good version of his dream is killing Rot. And that does not seem ideal. Uh, yeah. 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 Probably don't want to let that happen. Maybe we can just like somehow smooth things over between them if that is like what needs to happen. Oh, believe me, killing rot would be a dream. <laughs> However. Oh, has he noticed us now? Hey, respect the aside. <laughs> Sir, I believe we are having a sidebar. You had the opportunity to free me from prison, and you did not respect my personal... Freedoms? Freedoms? Wishes? <laughs> desires? Uh, I believe that was Sam who didn't respect your freedoms. He's the one who put you in jail. And yet, I am now free... In part, thanks to you guys. Your work with the dragon has allowed me to continue my life of crime. Oh, so, so it worked out well for everyone, then? <laughs> Hell yeah, nightmare over. Let's fight the Korai. No, no, wait, hang on. Hang on. Do you, when, when you say crime, when you say crime, what kind of crimes are, are you committing? Mostly tomb raiding. And against whom? Tomb raiding against oh. the rich. Okay. Where is your friend, Lara? Oh, well. I hear she's into arts and crafts. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, my crews have never survived much past this point. This is the cursed tomb. Oh no, Nathan, no. Oh, so you've you you've been here before? Of course. In real life? Is this? I mean, this might be re this is real life. <laughs> I dream about this every night. Is this tomb? Is this tomb of horrors, Nathan? Okay, thank it's God. It's the cursed tomb. <laughs> it's just the cursed tomb. Okay, all right, different tomb. It's yeah. radical. Listen, you can almost... Yeah, I don't know if we could... I can almost guarantee you nothing will ever be anything because after getting an English degree, I have a very strong aversion to reading. Ah. Because I That's had to fair. Read. Yeah, you did, you did all of it already. Yeah, I you did all of it so that you needed to do. <laughs> his, his, his English degree made him illiterate. <laughs> If I'm there's one thing you can expect no to take from college. <laughs> Why use many word when little word Where do, do trick? trick. <laughs> that was literally what I was trying to do with Terry, but I just got sidetracked. <laughs> I thought you had just like heard Robert talk and you're like, like, because whenever I listen to Robert talk, I want to talk like him. Mm. And I uh, thought that's just what happened to Terry. I have 20 different characters. I was trying to make up 20 different accents for yeah, So if tough. you like went it's back tough. to back dreams with the same character, like, you know. You see, none of my crews have made it past this point. It has been a lifelong dream, and I have gone into deep debt trying to finance uh, excavations into this tomb. But Rot, I believe the fates have brought us together for this robbery. Rot, I believe that this might be your chance to seek some sort of redemption with this person. I would like to assume my normal looking form to him again. And then... Oh, I can't just... Uh, give me the wisdom roll. Nine again. Duck. Now I'm a tall gnome. You've shrunk slightly more. <laughs> I reach out to his hand and I go, 
we call bygones be bygones and we'll be on the same team from here on out. I'm sorry that I couldn't free you from prison. I uh, spoke down to you so badly, but I think this is our chance to make amends and get rich or die trying. He grabs your hand with both of his hands, you know. Oh, uh, I mean, you don't need both. I mean, one's going to take over this tiny little mitten. That is what I was hoping for. And he removes one of his hands and uses the other hand to slap your hand against the obelisk. Oh, <laughs> and what was a stone wall at the other side of the drawbridge has opened up. Ow, tight. Just stay here. Everybody else, you're with me. What? Wait, what? Nathan, have I have I interacted with Reginald at all since like training with Dave to become a rogue? Not particularly. This is kind okay. of like a petty criminal who took out large amounts of money to try to finance since his robbery and then failed uh, and ended up in debtor's prison. And because he could not um, repay his loans, which were made to look like they were, you know, legitimate loans, not for criminal loans, uh, and then was forced to play in the Seven Stones, and yeah. Why is Original the main character? <laughs> He's got a way cooler backstory than any of us. <laughs> yeah, then he got raided and tossed in maximum security prison where he met Steve and. Yeah. They're gonna do a whole spinoff campaign. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I love spinoff campaigns. A buddy cop. <laughs> <laughs> a buddy thief. Like Dark Avengers, you know. Yeah, there you go. It's yeah. it's Buddy and Falcon. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, uh, Reginald. Um, so before we before we proceed any further, uh, why exactly has none of your crew survived? What what happens every time? To your crew that they don't survive this is not the tomb of daisies and lilies and <laughs> lilacs this is the cursed tomb <coughs> gotcha yeah i was just making sure that there wasn't like one particular trap that you guys always you know run into and die what's what's the last what's the last thing that happened uh the, the last time you tried to you know what what ended up getting your guys you know the last time you tried this Mainly the giant statues. And he kind of points to, and you hadn't really noticed, but like right next to where you guys are standing, kind of on the opposite side of the obelisk, is a giant um, like stone statue of a, of a knight. Gotcha. So so does this statue, like if, if Ross stays here and holds the, you know, holds the door open, what, what happens to that statue? Absolutely nothing. He just can't take his hand off of it. And why why is it that Rot cannot remove his hand from that large black rock? This statue comes to life. If if his hand is removed, this statue comes to life. Absolutely. But if but if his hand stays on the rock, then the statue does not come to life. That is the case. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, why couldn't you guys figure this out before? How does a how does a mage hand work with this? Not well. <laughs> not well, okay. Not well. Well, you guys go have a fun adventure. I'm gonna drink a shitty beer. Um, can I um can I see if uh if I can have Sparky uh hold the hold the rock? Yeah. Can it um can I do like an Arcana check to see if that if I think that would work? You think Sparky will die? Uh, I I hold Sparky close to my chest and I say, Sparky, you will not touch that big rock. And I start scurrying away with him in my arms. 
as a pet parent, I respect that. Let <laughs> the other humanoids die to save the pet. Especially, especially the pet that can, that is immaterial and can be recalled. I can get him back. It's fine, guys. Don't worry about me. I'm too tiny to, you know, go through traps and stuff. I mean, look at me. I'm fucking two and a half feet tall. Don't worry about me. You guys just go have an adventure. I'm going to try to, and I pull out a single rat. I'm going to try to teach uh, uh, Scratchy Reeves here some tricks. Can, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast web, uh, and I'm going to essentially, like, <laughs> web his hand to the rock. <laughs> All right, Peter Parker, roll for it or whatever you have to just, do. Just to make sure. What What is web? Um, do you have to like shoot it and hit or what? So it just has to be like anchored. So essentially, it's, I'm just like wrapping it around. So Rod, you can move and try to avoid this. No, I mean I'm gonna teach fucking my rat some tricks. I'm gonna be like that one movie. I think it was called Willem. <laughs> Hold on. There's this old movie where there's this, like, crazy dude who just has a bunch of pet rats and he teaches them, like, to do all sorts of tricks and, like, steal Hmm. and it's, like, really dark movie. It's, like, a dark drama. I'll just be that guy for this. You guys go have a thief adventure. All right. I'm stuck. You're okay with that. It's okay. I, I, I understand what is needed out of this. I'm hoping that... You know, while you guys do cool things, eventually you'll pan back to me where I have a tiny little hula hoop that the rat sees in. <laughs> you know, and then you'll pan back to you opening we'll a treasure to- chest, and you pan back to me, and it's a little hula skirt on my rat. And- we'll get to get to see how Rot's rat adventure is going. Yeah, this is why I'm tying him to the rock, because it seems like he's going to pay more attention to these fucking rats. Well, because that's else. what I got to go off of. It's called Willard. Called just accidentally takes his hand off to like it's clap like, for the rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Plus, I have burning hand. I could easily burn up webs if I really wanted. I'd rather have an adventure go well. All right. Well, I guess it seems like we're following Reginald then. Yeah. Way to be a team player, Rot. And uh, you know, we'll we'll bring you back something nice. Think of me. I will get you. I will get you a yeah. keychain with your name written on yeah. it. Thank you. I mean. Any, like, cool magical item or anything you might get out of looting, you know, that'd be cool, too. But go have fun, guys. I'll be here. Like I said, Daphne, we could talk things out more often, but whatever. Go have fun. Go have fun. Yeah, let's let's get at all. Hey, Rod, high five. I high five you with my other hand. His other hand is tied to the rock. Ah, that was a test. See, he's going to do great. All right. Here we go. He slaps you with a rat (laughs) that he was holding. Just like swings it around like a chain ball. (laughs) I got more. (laughs) So Reginald leads you uh, across the drawbridge where you see another one of these stone obelisks. And wait, wait a minute. Past the obelisk, there's like a little bit of a cavern. And in that cavern, you see a lot of these kind of Actually, probably only Ander sees them passively. Uh, these cubes of kind of a little gelatinous ooziness that are nearly transparent. And they're kind of strewn throughout the cavern below. Ooh. I love a good, hey. I love a good gelatinous cube. Hey. hey, guys. Better watch your step. There's some gross stuff around here. I want to step it. When when he says that, can I do like a perception check to see if I can see them or like know what they are? Yeah. 
Okay. I'm going to try this. Uh, do, I, do you want perception or do you want like survival or what? I'll take perception. Okay. Uh, that one's a 12. Let me see what their path. They've got like a passive hiding on them. Um, transparent. You cannot see them. Mm. Ander, are you certain that there are things down there? I cannot see anything with my eyes. Oh, they're there. Uh, Reginald, how far have you guys gotten through this before? We have made it across the bridge. Okay, all right. So, so we're doing uh, great so far. As in the bridge that we have just crossed over. Absolutely. You are so, the best crew I've ever had. Oh, dear. I think that we you might that, be in trouble. <laughs> I disagree. I think we're doing great. I, this seems like an inauspicious circumstance for us to be in, Reginald. Here, let me let me see if I can see what what Anders talking about here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to investigate. See if I can see. It's an investigate or perception. Perception. Uh, if I kind of describe them to Robert, uh, would he be able to like figure out what they are or something? I I probably haven't seen. Okay. You can kind of point to them, yeah. um, and I'll give uh, Robert and Will uh, advantage on and Daphne if Daphne's looking uh, their perception rolls. Yeah, I got a non-natural twenty before the advantage thing, so I feel like I can probably see. Them. Yeah, you see these. That one's that one's a, that was a thirteen for me. You still do not see them. Damn. <laughs> I got a seventeen. Everyone, I really do not think that there is anything down there. I cannot see what it is that you're talking about. Daphne, you do not see them. Or Daphne, sorry, you see them. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's okay. these there's these squishy cube things. Uh, what, what do we think? Do you guys have any ideas on what might, you know, these guys to scatter? If they're described to me, can I do like a history or an arcana check or something to see if I know what they're describing? Even even if I haven't seen them? Do you still have ball bearings? Um, history, history and arcana would be the same for me, so. God, it's only a nine. Fuck me, I'm rolling like shit today, y'all. Here, do you want my garbage dice? No, I don't want your stink dice. Get them Will. away from me. To answer your question, Daphne, I do. I do still have uh, a thousand ball bearings left. May I have some? Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, how many do just you Just a handful. Oh, here you go. And I, I scoop into my little pouch and I just kind of give him a, or give her a handful of uh, handful of ball bearings. Uh, and I'm going to kind of toss them in like a wide arc in front of us. Jack's like a, on an like a improvised weapon check. Uh, I mean, it's not a weapon. Yeah. I just want to see how good you are at throwing these and getting the, um, like, not like you're going to do damage with these, but, like, I want to make sure that you stick ball bearings in all of the cubes or part of the cubes so that way I know how many cubes are seen versus not seen. Uh, the fuck is it? It's, it's just a dex roll, or roll plus your dex modifier. Yeah, I don't think you get advantage, or not advantage, uh, proficiency. No proficiency. So that's a 12. So it's stuck in six uh, gelatinous cubes that you kind of, you can see their positions now. Okay. Is this like, I kind of don't understand. Is this a pit? Like a, uh, like a slope down to a pit? Or is this like a room full of cubey bits? Yeah, kind of more like a slope down to a pit. So like you guys are up, um, we'll say like 10 feet above this kind of room. It is 45 feet wide and 100 feet long. So are we on the book or are we on the not book? 
There's also the, the stone obelisk that you guys are kind of standing next to. Just a heads up. Do we have... Where's the tabaxi, uh, Reginald? That does not bode well for how helpful he's going to be. Oh, hell yeah. What's up, Jar Jar? Love it. Secret <laughs> Sith Lord. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Jar Jar Binks, the most problematic character in all of Star Wars. <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> I do. I do. Oh, I don't care about, like, Star just brief brief aside real quick i don't care about star wars at all personally it's just not for me but i do love that fan theory that jar jar was a secret sith lord i think that's yeah. very cool reddit is a yeah reddit's a hell of a hell of a drug <laughs> reading those fan theories um all right so the 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 six cubes are the ones that we that are out on the map now there are now ball bearings uh in them and like while the cubes are transparent, you kind of can see some floating ball bearings. Got it. Okay. And so we're, we're all aware of where they are now. Is there any, like, visible wear on the ball bearings? Um, oh, interesting. So gelatinous cubes, uh, why don't you guys give me a history check? Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask. Is do, how, how much do I know about cubes like this? <sighs> I got a 21. Me too. For the purposes of this campaign, uh, and to make a this a little bit history. nicer on you guys, what we're going to say is gelatinous cubes, um, their acidic properties uh, don't affect inorganic material. So the ball bearings are sitting on them, and they're like kind of rusting a little bit, but they're not like being devoured by acid. Like. Well, yeah, that I was just, yeah, I was looking for, like, are they acidic or not, was what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. I I certainly do not want to get eaten by a gelatinous cube and have all of my human flesh dissolved away. Yeah, yeah, that definitely sounds not ideal. Do you guys, I mean, I don't, I don't know too much about these cubes, but do you know what their, what their weaknesses might be? Do they have any, any kind of, you know, something that they're particularly vulnerable to? I'm not a hundred percent certain what they would be vulnerable to, but I do believe they are resistant to slashing damage. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. What about, uh, what about if we were to, you know, just try to, to try to fry these guys, you know, do, do they like fire or do they not particularly not like fire? There is a chance that they do not like fire. I have never made it past. Is it is it like they can't? I would also be interested to see if they are perhaps weak to electricity. Yeah, they're not really moving. Like you know, they're they're kind of swaying in place. Can we? Can um all of the the black swirls are those just like rocks Uh, and stuff? Yeah, sorry, those are like rock formations Um, that you might be able to climb on. Got it. Um, perhaps we could try to sneak around them, hiding behind those rocks. Yeah, I mean, sneaking is is kind of fun, but it's it's not so much my style. I kind of want to, I kind of want to, I kind of want to try to fireball these guys. Will, I will certainly follow your lead. All right. Uh, oh shoot, what's what's the name of my loot again? Wasn't it like Jephthalmule or something? Go ahead. Yeah, it's Je- it's Jeffrey something. Can I? Can I check out this obelisk that we're next to? Does it look like the one that uh, rot? Yeah, it's a near identical one. Uh, can I check out this obelisk and see if it's like similar to the one rot is holding onto? 
And is there like another door at the end of this like hallway type thing that we can see? Or is it just like a cavern that goes deeper? Just a cavern that goes deeper. Um, there's kind of like a, a doorway um, okay. like where it narrows and like a passageway, but. Is there a way to try to determine what kind of effect touching this obelisk would have? Give me an arcana check. What was that, Kyle? It's a 12. What does that do? Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to flash up Genius him for a plus three. Okay, so that would make it 15. Okay, yeah, so um, you're able to determine that the Arcana in this obelisk is connected to the Arcana in the other obelisk. That they are, this is not a future puzzle for deeper into the cavern, but more continuation of the same. Oh, okay. I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to touch it then, and then I'm going to message Cantrip Rot and say, uh, Rot, I believe that if I hold on to this obelisk here on the other side of that bridge, you should be able to then come and join us. As long as I am maintaining my hand upon it, the statue will not attack you. That sounds great. How do I get rid of the web that's holding my hand to it? Do you not have the ability to conjure flames? Yeah, but it did not. it's a spell slot. <laughs> I mean, you can uh, you can roll for it. I would like to use my telepathic ability to message uh, Daphne. Be like, hey, uh, so it sounds like the whole obelisk thing, if, uh, well, you can see what Robert's doing, I can't. But apparently if I let go, I can come over there. Where are you going to be mad at me if I break away from this web and come join you? No. Cool. Uh, I'm going to try shocking grasp on it. You can, if you make a strength check, you can get out of it. All right, I'm going to use, I'm going to make a strength check. (laughs) Does a nat 20 break the web? Yes. I would assume so. I break out the web and I'm like, I'm off to steal shit with the thieves members. (laughs) And the stone giant comes to life. Wait, what? Wait, really? Even though I'm holding onto the obelisk? Yup. So they weren't like no, it's no, they weren't linked. They both had the same magic, which means if you let go now, a stone obelisk will appear. Also, there's gonna be multiple stone obelisks if you touch it. They and let go, it makes stone obelisks. What are you gonna do? Am I right? Am I right? I'm right, right? Wait, so do I? Do I see that the stone giant has come to life? Yes. Um. Well, it would appear as though I was mistaken in my analysis of the magic linking these two obelisks together. Fuck. Uh, can I? So what? What? What do I? Do I get a sense of like what I feel like would happen if I take my hand off of it? Um. You know what? Let's just everybody roll some some uh, of that good old initiative. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, I guess it's too late. Well, I'm not for taking that, that roll. Well, you have a giant stone uh, knight coming at you. I got a five. I got a is that nine. good initiative or is that low initiative? Yeah, just like the, the title of you guys' thing. It was a good joke. Thanks, I used it last time you were here too. <laughs> I rolled Jerry, I got low initiative. Oh, I got 14. Eight for me. Sorry, sorry, Andrew. Again, wasted my nat 20. Uh, death. 10. Son of a... So, you guys no, no, gotta no, stop got, doing this to me. So, so Nate, um, just just quick question before we get into this. So, with, so now with the understanding that the magic that was linking these two obelisks is not related to like keeping the stone giant from activating. If you do like I, yours, I think you it's, will have a stone giant also. But there's there's only to one stone giant. Touch thought, both of them. Right? There's two obelisks. I mean, for a while they would there, have been there touching were, both. There were two obelisks, but is there only one statue right. in that area? So that when has they were touching both of them, the stone giant 
wasn't there, wasn't alive. Right, but when but when Rot was only touching one, and we were all crossing the bridge, the stone giant didn't come to life because Rot was touching the the obelisk. I took it as, but I was still but I was still holding onto a rock. The, the, there was all when 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 we when we crossed it the first time, there was only one rock being touched, and then there were two rocks being touched. But then when Rot let go of it, there was still one rock being touched, and the stone giant came to life. Right, because we weren't. Because he was still he was so he was still in the room and we left the room so someone has to stay in that room and if we had left the room that we were in without somebody holding on to the fucking rock then the stone I giant would have come up to each life. Each rock meant individual giants, right? But I mean that's that's the question: is are there multiple giants in that area, or would was... you like to look around and see if there are multiple? Yeah, I'll take a quick like perception check. Uh, that's a nine. There are no other giants in the room that you're standing in that you can see. Okay, so there's so there was just the one that we had already passed by while Rot was holding onto the obelisk. With a nine, you are not seeing any other giants. Okay, got it. All right. Um, I get can it. I look for a giant? On your turn of initiative, yes. Uh, will. All right. Am I within? Am I within go. sixty feet? Did you go join this party. motherfucker. Yeah, we're going to say that the obelisk was the other side of the drawbridge. Drawbridges in wooden cap or in deep caves are probably not that long. Talking like 20 feet. You're maybe 15 feet in the other room. We're going to say you're within 45 okay. feet. Cool. Um, and is... Uh, Rot's not within five feet of this of this character yet, is he? Where, where am I right now? Um... You guys are actually not on any of this because it would be it would be back behind us where we are. Yeah. So, right. uh, Rot, you're 35 feet away from the party. Mm-hmm. You're 10 feet away from from this stone, from giant. Um, 30 feet to get inside or like to the edge of the drawbridge. Okay. Uh, Will, you're 45 feet away from the giant, basically. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast. Um... I'm going to cast Acid Splash, uh, and I'm going to do a little... I'm going to whip out my uh, my loot, Jeff Tholomew. I'm going to say, uh, hey, hey, uh, hey there, uh, uh, Jeff, you're, you, ready to, you ready for some action? Yeah. Oh, bro, you, you woke me up from your nap. <laughs> sure. And I'm going to strum, and I'm going to go, uh, Acid Splash. I'm splashing acid on your ass. Acid Splash. And uh, I hurl a bubble of acid at, at this stone... A stone giant thing, and it needs to succeed on a dex saving throw. Of course, because I didn't write down his dex stats. Oh, good. It's negative one. Does a nine work? Hell yeah. No. No, it does not. So he's going to take 2d6 of acid damage, and I don't know if that's great against stone, but I don't think it would be resistant to acid damage. So, here we go. Take a nice uh, eight damage. Nice. Take that. Boom. He has taken eight damage. And in his stony, you know, miss, it seems to have, like, broken off a pinky. Daphne. Okay. We're going to shatter. So he has to do a con 14 saving throw uh, at disadvantage because he's stone. Sorry. Rod is dying. Uh, you said con and saving throw disadvantage. Yeah. I, th- I think. Um, nine, again. Nope, oh, it was con fourteen. Cool. 
I really hate when I roll low initiative for the, the villains. It's, uh... Hey, that's like the podcast that you did, you thought you guys do. Scary. Newman was telling me about some uh, healing potions we could get into. Get into the healing potion game, Jerry. <laughs> it's the new wave. So how much is he taking? Uh, 14, which was sad because it was 3d8 and I rolled a one on one of them. Adam is choking in real life. We're going to skip uh, Robert as he's checking on Adam and just go straight to Ander. All right. Um, so we're like 45 feet from this stone giant. Uh, if I turn around, do I see like a mechanism for this drawbridge or anything like that? Is it a rope bridge or something that I could raise? from this side give me a perception check 19 yeah you see like an old-fashioned uh crank wheel um there's two of them one on each side uh that you know seem to correspond to the chains that if you know cranked back you could like pull it could i uh put myself at one and my duplicate at the other (laughs) and uh start cranking both of them um i'm gonna say because you you and your duplicate can't both attack at the same turn, right? As a bonus action? Can you? Uh, so, since I have extra attack, I can use, like, one from my location and one from the duplicate's location, but it's as part of one action, so probably not in this case. I don't know, I, I would say, okay, if, you, if both you and the duplicate can do an attack at the same time, or an action at the same time, mm-hmm. Through your extra tech? Okay. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I will go over to the uh, cranks um, and just kind of do a little test, see how freely they move. Um, and if it if it seems like difficult and that it's going to take a while, I'll start uh, cranking it. Um, but if it seems like I can get this done relatively quickly, I will wait for Rock to cross the bridge. Uh, give me a perception check if you want to want to see how heavy they're looking there you go or how you know old and possibly rusty that's another 19 it's another 19 um they're looking pretty old uh you you know that this is heavy thick chain um that's going to take some time to roll up okay i will go ahead and start uh cranking those give me strength checks for both you and your uh duplicate working in tandem to try to spin this wheel does your duplicate have strength? I, uh, I don't know. I know it uses my saving throws, so I would assume it's the same uh, modifiers. Is um, no one going to acknowledge that we've said crank in it like three times <laughs> no we're, we're trying to get clean audio, Adam. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So I don't know how you want to split this up, but one of us got a five and one of us got a 21. Doesn't move oh, any. Dang. Okay. You realize that these have to be worked in tandem. Uh, Robert, we skipped your turn because you were yeah. saving <clears throat> Rot in real life. I was, I, was per- I was performing a medicine check. <laughs> So I guess I guess I guess kind of looping back to my earlier question about like the way that the two obelisks were connected in their magic. I'm getting the sense that like this is having a similar effect to what 
the one that Rot was touching was having earlier, right? It's kind of like it, like like by me touching it, it's preventing something from coming to life, more or less. I just kind of like guessed about the wrong thing that it was going to be holding back. You realize that. Uh, the obelisk you're touching is doing in part what Rotz was doing. They're connected, um, but may not have all of the same features. Right, right, got it. So, I mean, my, my, basically my point is that, like, I, I, I think that I would be able to intuit that I do not want to take my hand off of this at the moment. So, I am going to, uh, I'm going to hold my ground, uh, and keep my hand on this, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to send, uh, Sparky. Um, how, how far away did we say the statue was? The statue's about 45 feet. Okay, so Sparky can't make that on his movement. Um, then I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna cast Witch Bolt at the statue. This has been the only dice that has been rolling well for me today. Oh my god! Why did I say that out loud? <laughs> I said those, I said those words out loud and then I just fucked everything up. So that's a 13. Uh, against AC? Yeah. No. Yeah, I can't imagine that, uh, rock boy. Um, wait, actually, can I, can I, uh, use Sparky to give me the help action to get advantage? Because Sparky's, like, right next to me, and I haven't, I haven't done anything with him yet. I know. I'm going to say yes, but future. Okay. I got to announce it before. Help, help first, yeah. Yep, we'll do. Okay, all right, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yep. All right, so I will get help, uh, just this one time. Okay, that one's, uh, modified 20. Hits. All right, tight. Uh, so he's going to take uh, 1d12 of lightning damage, um, and then I'm going to be maintaining concentration on that to do an additional 1d12 at the beginning of each of my next turns. Uh, so that is 10. <coughs> so he takes 10 lightning damage. Um, and can I get it? Do I, do I get a sense of the efficacy of that if it's looking like he's taking all of that damage or if it's looking like he's taking partial damage it looks like he's taking all of that damage. okay tight cool so he takes 10 lightning damage and uh that's gonna be my turn i'm going to go ahead and keep my hand on this obelisk for now in the hopes that it does not exacerbate this situation i'm really hoping you take it off <laughs> you can take that as you may <laughs> like uh right <laughs> well I was going to attack this obelisk that's basically chasing me. Well, the statue. Yeah. Yeah, statue made from obelisk. What if I just attack the obelisk that Robert's touching? Nah, fuck that. I'm going to cast Shatter on the statue behind me. Okay. How did it do with that con saving throw? It did all right. I mean, it's got it's got disadvantage. It's got disadvantage. So. All right, well, let's do it. Let's, let's shatter the statue be attacking behind me okay 12 well time save was 14 so i need 4d8 i would also like you both to know that on the disadvantage where i rolled two dice one of them was a nat 20 for each of you so i'm <laughs> burning my nat 20s here 8 16 uh 16, 23 damage okay yeah you're uh you, you guys are hitting me and you guys, are, you're chipping away like bits and pieces of its stony body as it's uh, approaching. Um, Rot, are you also going to? Yeah, move? I'm going to keep going. Okay. Away. Yeah, so you've made it like basically to the edge um, of the. Have made of it to the, the party? Not quite. You're maybe ten feet away from the party still. Well, you're on. You're still on the drawbridge. Okay. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> Because Why can't I make it all the way? I got 30 feet. You said they were like 
So they were 45. They, you said they were 45 to the obelisk, which was... No, from the, we were 45 from the statue. Right. And the obelisk is next to the statue. And your hand's on the statue. All right, fine, fine, whatever. I'm on a rickety drawbridge with a giant stone statue chasing me. It's made to support his weight. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh I don't like the way that you said that, Nate. <laughs> what, like he a thick boy? Oh, He's so, like, if we drop the drawbridge. More. <laughs> or, it's, or it's made to support his weight, not any additional weight. It's okay. I took sorcery. How much, does, how much does Rot weigh? He's a normal tiefling size. Is he is he denser now that he's oh, smaller? Man. Is his weight more compact, and and is he generating a greater psi? You're gonna have to ask the DM. Rod's always been a little dense. <laughs> That's well, not true. In the same way, I'm not going to punish him for making him smaller. I thought that was more of like fun charisma like mm-hmm. thing. I'm not gonna reward him for being smaller. That's fair. No, yeah. I, higher I pressure. think it would be worse to be more dense. You would you would be generating a greater amount of pounds per square inch on a smaller surface area. So, so. I stayed the same weight, but yeah. so I got fat. <laughs> no, 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 you just got, de- it. It, no, you're like, you're like a neutron star. You're so, just, you're so my, my muscles and my bones weigh more. You're yes. a star. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's going to walk over to you oh, uh, and he's going to try to slam his giant fists down on you. Oh, I don't like that. Let's not do that. Damn. Wait, are you sure that he's going to do that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's um, stupid. Do something else. He has multi-attack. I just want to let you know because yeah, he's got two fists. Do something different, like I said. And uh, the lower one is a 21. Yeah, like I said, do something different. Don't do that. And the higher one was a 24. And I'm assuming they both hit. I don't know why you would make that assumption. <laughs> Unless you have any sort of reaction. I have a reaction, but it's damage to him. Okay. Well, you know. Eight... Eight, eight, nine. Um. Excuse me? Eight, eight, nine. Three eights and a nine. Three eights and a nine. Yeah, I'm trying to do math here. Three eights is 24. So it's 33 damage. Yeah. Plus six for each hit. Plus six on top of those? For each of the hits. So plus 12. So 33 plus 12? Yeah. The boy's dead. Boom, you've been... That's more than my max health. You've been just one hit. squashed on this... Uh... Is it more than twice your max health? No, my max health is 47, but that just did 52 damage. So Rot has fallen, uh, kind of just being pounded in by a giant stone golem. And you hear Reginald say, I told him not to take his hand off the, the obelisk. This is why my crew has died. Rot, I apologize. That one's on me. I hear nothing. Because <laughs> I'm unconscious. Oh, I'm in the ethereal plane like, Damn it, this is supposed to be Will. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Will. All right, well, this new information has completely changed my, uh, my plan. Uh, so I was going to do an attack, but I think now, instead, I'm going to do Healing Word on my man rot um yeah so i don't know if you want uh me to roll your your heal or you can roll your heal but it's one uh one d4 plus four actually you know what maybe i should use a higher spell slot to get you actually up a little bit more so let's do 2d4 plus four i'm gonna have you roll it because you roll better than i do Oh, I should also mention, um, and probably Anders the only one that sees it with his passive perception, but with the commotion, all the gelatinous cubes have moved five feet closer. Well, that's all right. I, I want to heal my buddy first. So I'm going to do that. And that is... 
Oh, not not great. Uh, you get eight hit points back, and I yeah, I just say healing word to your mother. <laughs> I sit up and I'm like, oh, that hurt. <laughs> and then for my bonus action, I would love to give uh bardic inspiration to uh oh wait who's next robert robert you're next right in in line yeah tight yeah i'll take it did reginald take a turn uh daphne is next in line just order wise oh and no reginald uh as you've noticed doesn't carry weapons smart hashtag idiot i'm a cat burglar i burglar i do not fight i get that joke I thought you were raiding tombs. There's a reason why I hired a crew. Lara Croft has a fucking gun. I hired a crew. Even Bilbo had Sting, at least. Lara Croft has two guns. Yeah, I was going to say, you better fucking check Excuse yourself. Excuse me, how many does <laughs> Reginald have? Yeah, I'm going to give some bardic inspiration to Daphne then. Cool, what does that do again? You get uh, an inspiration die that is 1d8. Uh, so for the next 10 minutes, you can use it on either an ability check, an attack roll, or a saving throw. You can also add it to damage if you want to, because I am a, uh, a combat person. Bard. Combat boy? Yeah, combat boy. Okay. Uh, I think we're going to shatter once more. So, Nathan, that's a con 14 at disadvantage. <laughs> Second verse, same as the first. Hell yeah. Crit fail. Nice. I keep rolling really well with one die. And then just god awful with the other. Yeah. I don't know. You rolled a 21 and a 25 against me. Well, he has a plus 10 to hit. Uh, 19 damage with Bardic Inspiration. Uh, and then my turn is after... Or after my turn is my homunculus's turn, which I forgot about. Uh... And so the winged salamander uh, moves, uh, flies up and lands on uh, rot. Uh, uh, from there, it does a ranged weapon attack. So, uh, crit flight, that's cool. I was also going to say, the stone golem's right next to him. So. That's fine. It's only got a ranged weapon attack. And do I see that he's still hurt? I, I guess I can't. I can only do that on the next turn. Yeah, you'd see, you would see that rot that took two pretty big stone fists to the, the top of the dome. And then died until <laughs> Will brought me back. Yeah. There's there's concussion risk here, that's he, for sure. He did the opposite of the thing that the Rock'em Sock'em robots do when you hit them and then their heads like pop up. He got hit and his head popped down. Yeah. You're not sure if he's shorter now, but he's definitely not <laughs> Yeah, because I can do... Uh, touch spells through the homunculus so uh robert so at the start of my turn uh i'm still maintaining concentration on witch bolt so that boy's gonna take another d12 of lightning damage uh that's nine okay he's gonna take nine lightning damage um and then i'm going to um the 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 effect uh that i am maintaining by keeping my uh hand on the obelisk is magical correct some degree, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna dispel magic on it. Okay. Uh, does so that works then? As you do that, rot fades from your vision, and you see just a stone wall. Rot fades from my vision. Yep. When rot oh, touched no. the obelisk, the stone wall faded, and you were able to pass through. 
Okay. What was on the other side okay. of the drawbridge. Mm-hmm. And as you've dispelled the magic on your thing, on the obelisk, now that wall has reappeared in between Wait, you but if, and Ross. If, 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 touching, if touching the obelisk was maintaining the magical effect that was keeping that down, there's no longer a magical effect, right? So wouldn't it, wouldn't the wall... There's no longer a magical effect on the obelisk. Right. So there's there's nothing that would cause the wall to reappear or disappear, right? So the wall was always there. The magic by touching it allowed the wall to disappear. The wall was there naturally. The magic made it disappear and open up a pathway. So you... Well, mistakes were made, apparently. Oh, that did not have the effect that I wanted it to. There is a wall here now. That seems disadvantageous. Sparky, how about you go and help Will? Uh, send Sparky over to Will to give him help action the help action on whatever it is that he's going to do on his turn. Um, shit, that didn't go how I wanted it to. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. I was really hoping you were just going to take your hand off and then the magical wall was going to appear and, and then I was just going to be my, like... And then I could put my hand back on, but yeah. now we don't have that option. Fuck. I can still try to touch my side of it. <laughs> um, Ander. I wonder if that would turn off the statue. So, am I, like... On the like cave side of the wall or the other side of the wall, because I had gone back to like the drawbridge. Yeah, you're still in with the party. Um, there's now a wall next to you that, but like you have your hands on kind of a, a wheel crank that's inside. Like you know, if you're thinking about how a drawbridge would work, you'd have the chains on the inside of the castle. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that's interesting. So I can't see anything on the other side of that not great all right i guess i'll uh start to deal with the problem that's near us uh, i'll move the duplicate over to like the nearest cube if it's got enough movement all right and i will uh activate the flame tongue rapier and uh Try to poke at it with the duplicate. Give me a pokey. All right. First one's a 22 to hit. Second one is a 17 to hit. Both of those hit? Awesome. Uh, So the first one is 12 piercing damage and 7 fire damage. So 19 total. And the second one is 5 piercing damage and eight fire damage so uh 13 total 13 17 30 total damage yep all right you're diced up this cuber rot there's now you're on a a wooden drawbridge with a giant you said i was like what 10 15 feet from the party before i was gonna get to him yep easy baby there's a rock wall between is i'm stuck between a Stone obelisk in a hard place? Oh, God. <laughs> Technically, they're both a hard place. Uh, baby, you couldn't have made this easier for a me. A rock wall and a... I misty step to the other side of the wall. Can you misty step yeah, to the other side Yeah, buddy, it's a teleport. <laughs> I teleport 30 feet onto the other side of the wall. Boom! Obelisk on one side, me on the other. I thought you had a line of sight for misty step. I don't believe so. I don't... It, oh, you might. You might. Hold on. <laughs> Unoccupied space. Uh, just as unoccupied. Yeah. Oh, that you can see. Never mind. Look at that. All right. 
<laughs> I, I sent I sent I sent Rod a message cantrip. Rod, I sincerely apologize for this foible that I have I, committed. I cast shatter onto the drawbridge. Oh, you're gonna break the drawbridge. We both going down. Yeah. Um, Disadvantage of the drawbridge must make a Constitution saving throw fourteen. I'm guessing a drawbridge doesn't have high. Roll, just roll me some damage. I need your d8s again. Seventeen. Googling drawbridge health five e. <laughs> um, check dungeon master's page two forty six. Grabbing dungeon master guide. I was gonna say two forty six. If that doesn't work, instead I'll just cast fireball on the drawbridge and make it break that way. I'm gonna call this a. We'll call it a medium object because you probably don't have to break much of it, right? Right. I can. Yeah, I can. See I feel it. like you break one side and it goes like this. Yeah. yeah and it's got a lot of weight. Stone golems are heavy. <laughs> and I rolled very poorly for its health, which is supposed to be four d eights, and I rolled seven. I rolled a seventeen for damage. The drawbridge shatters, and you guys fall. Instant uh, bonus action reaction. Featherfall. Beautiful. Uh, and the golem hits the water or below and goes down. <laughs> you know? They don't teach you swimming in golem school. <laughs> it's not like an after-school daycare, uh, you know, learn to swim. Excellent. That's Yeah, and that's the only reason that a stone golem wouldn't know how to swim. That's the only, <laughs> only possible explanation for why it wouldn't be able to. And I'm just in the air, kind of like trying to get to the edge. And Ander, because I'm just going to keep assuming, since you have an 18, you know, on your perception, you notice any of the little thing. Uh, I'm really going to have to put in some real stealthy boys to get by you. Uh, you notice you notice that as the commotion has ceased on the other side, the gelatinous cubes have kind of maintained position. They seem to be drawn to sound. Do you guys automatically assume I'm dead on the other side? Do you guys care? I I I'm I'm trying to think of a way to get back to you. Uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm trying to think if there's a way I can restore magic onto the thing to get it to reopen. So I'm taking you guys out of combat here. Basically, is what that was. Is oh, okay. The cubes are the, the golem has fallen and sunk, so, uh, and the cubes are not moving. So even uh, though, as there's even though no Ander, sound. even though Ander attacked them, they're not they're not engaging anymore. The one cube that he is attacking. Uh, will continue to move, but the others that have, um, uh, they seem to be responding to the sound, okay. not so much sight of, of you guys. Uh, and so that one uh, is engulfing, moves forward and engulfs your uh, duplicate. Um, so, yeah, your duplicate's gonna take a shit ton of damage. Well, it's got one hit point, so it, it's gone. <laughs> well, boom, duplicate gown. Now you guys are out of combat and you're all still kind of up on that 10 foot ledge above. Okay. Um, I would like to investigate the obelisk and see if there's any way for me to restore any sort of magical properties to it. Yeah, investigation. Do you want investigation or arcana? Um, whatever you feel is right. I, I'm going to go with arcana because it's, I mean, it's specifically like magic. Yeah, I'll see if you can. Yeah. Put some magic into it. 
that is a 15. Okay. Yeah, so it does appear that, you know, you might be able to repower it magically okay. somehow. Okay. Um, you're not a proficient tinkerer of magical items, to my knowledge. Got it. Okay. Um, it would appear as though the magic of this obelisk can be restored, but it does not seem like I have the correct sort of magic to do so. Daphne, I believe that you are proficient with tinkering and artificing, correct? Maybe. Would you perhaps take a look at this obelisk and see if you can restore its magical properties so as to dissolve the wall and allow Rot to rejoin us? Uh, only because he has my homunculus. Can I send a telepathic message to you guys? Like, well, first, how high up is the drawbridge to the drop? Um, well, so it's like 10 feet above the drop. 10 feet? I mean, you don't have, like, these massive... Like, well, that, that's one that statue would still be alive and fighting. For... Well, it's a moat. It's above water, so okay. then the water is deeper than... You guys, I'm, I'm, I'm sending this message. I'm safe, just... Solve the dream so we get out of here. Just just solve the dream. Don't worry about this. We'll wake up on the other side. I'm safe. I'm just falling nice and leisurely. You look, and I, I light a cigar. I'm just like, see? You can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm fine. Just just get whatever treasure regimental needs and wake us up. In, in all fairness, Rot, I do believe that it will be easier to continue on with finishing this dream if you are with the group as opposed to not. Okay, I'm just wondering how I'm going to get back up here. I'm falling. I I have ropes oh. I can throw to you. Tight. Never mind. <laughs> ropes work. It's rocks. Rocks are pretty climbable, like, also. just Yeah, I just remember trying to climb a 10-foot wall and taking damage against some chickens. Uh, oh, wait, can I, before, before you say, can I have Sparky assist him? Yeah. Okay, so uh, take advantage on that. Oh no! Bummer. <laughs> you got you got to make that like an audio stinger and get like a little sample pad. Bummer. 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 Uh, I'm gonna investigate the rock thing. What does a twelve get me? So, <laughs> I'm just thinking about how I want to spend the next twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We open the wall, Rock gets pulled up, and we continue on. And I feel like if I say that doesn't get you very much, you guys are then just going to take, like, pickaxes to breaking down this wall, (laughs) and we're going to roll... We're going to roll, like, damage, and then someone's going to break a sword, and then... We don't have pickaxes. What if I throw my ball bearings really hard at the wall? Then what happens? You throw ball bearings at the wall, and the gelatinous cube goes to investigate it, and it goes through the wall. Oh, acidic gelatinous cube. There we go. There it, we go. Yeah, let's trick, the, trick the gelatinous cube to dissolving the rock wall. We, we did already say that the gelatinous cubes do not, are not really melting inorganic material. It's limestone. Daphne, rock, is, rock is naturally occurring. <laughs> you were able, you were able to, you know, recross the wires and get this obelisk working again. Tight. And then Robert touches the obelisk. The wall stays open. Someone comes over with some rope. I climb up. We're now all in the same room together out of combat. And and we have the neighbor's cable. Or you just misty step. <laughs> I don't have another spell slot to misty step. Oh. Well, I do, but it's a third level spell and I'm out of third level slots. We solved the puzzle. All right. So the whole party has survived my stone golem. Trap. Yay! Yay! We did it! 
So now you guys see a cavern with a bunch of gelatinous cubes. Uh, cubes. Tight. I turned two of my uh, Six of them have Balvarians in them. Nice. Guys, I kind of want to try something. There's this old uh, this old nursery rhyme that my that my Mima taught me about gelatinous cubes that I, I'm just now remembering. All right, uh, Jeffrey, you want to... Jeff, Jeffrington? Is that your name? I can't remember. You want to help me out with this one? <laughs> when you see a gelatinous cube... Whoa. When you see a gelatinous cube, don't be adult. Just fry their gelatinous ass with a firebolt. And I cast Firebolt at the nearest gelatinous cube. That's good, because one of the cubes is, like, pressing right up against oh. your guys' uh, little clift area up there. Right. And I'm gonna because roll a... as you played music, they all moved closer. Does a 19 hit? I, I don't think music soothes these particular savage beasts. 19 hits. Beautiful. And it's going to take some fire damage. Uh, how does... 10 damage uh, treat that little uh, cube cube boy it, it uh, takes the fire um, kind of goes into it and kind of burps with some smoke like did not enjoy it thinking on really spicy foods but like not eating lava gotcha so it didn't like dissolve it or anything it was just kind of like ow okay correct Huh. Well, maybe my Mima didn't know as much as I thought about gelatinous cubes. Are we are we back in initiative now that Will has attacked, or...? They can't get up to you from okay. where you're at. Okay. It, it's, it seems like we should just be quiet and kind of try to sneak around these guys. I know some of us aren't very uh, dexterous or good at that, but I think it's probably our best bet. I would like to cast Minor Illusion to make a little chirping bird off to one side of the room that's just obnoxiously chirping to draw all their attention off to the side. Okay, uh, you do this. Yeah. Uh, give me a performance. I'll add to, I'll, can, I, can I give him the help action by adding to it with another minor illusion of a second chirping bird, but this one is like a cuckoo clock bird? Sure. So it's just a... <laughs> really uncomfortable intervals. So uh, well, it's 16, and he said performance. So that's a 19 or, or unnatural 20. Okay, yeah. Um, gelatinous cubes are slow, just BT dubs. They're, uh, they're not moving very quickly, but they're, they're making their way over towards it. It would appear as though we've distracted these big, weird cubes. So do we want to just wait for them to all kind of be clustered up then and then start making our way around them? That was my thought. Oh, Nate, as as like the as like the sound is drawing more like drawing these ones in, do we see any more kind of appearing or is it just these six? Give me a perception check. Uh that's a twelve. You are not seeing any more. Okay. Hey, you guys uh think about the fact yeah, that nice work, well, guys. you turned off the magic of that, that obelisk over there, and then Daphne, you you turned it back on. Does that make the whole touch the hand, make a statue not appear thing back into effect, or is there a statue waiting for us somewhere now again? I don't know that I don't know that the statue ever appeared. I think the statue is always there and there and the first obelisk by touch by holding it and touching it, it was preventing it from coming to life. Right, but what if that was happening in like the statue for the second obelisk is just in a different room, and we just don't see it. 
I think we will cross that bridge when we get to it. No, I broke that fucker. <laughs> yes, that is going to be a problem when we um, come out of your filthy, stinking ridge. We'll worry about that. I'm pretty sure once you get all your money, we won't have that yeah. problem anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we could... I, I'll start, like, kind of slunking and, like, trying to sneak around behind the, the cubes and start trying to move forward. I do not think I I do not believe that there are any more cubes that we will worry that we will need to worry about running into if we start sneaking around them. Alright. Give me a stealth check. Oh follow. Yeah, same for me, I'll go. Do you guys want to do this in certain orders? Where like one of you moves? I'll go first. I'll go first and I will have my uh duplicate kinda um floating out in front of me. Okay. Which what pathway are you taking? Are you going, uh, the cuckoo birds are kind of front right corner? Okay, well, um, I'm going to start in the uh, front left corner um, then and try to, like, hug along that wall. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow along right behind Ander. Uh, Ander, give me a stealth check. Uh, 16. Okay, yeah, you're, you're moving along fine. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh... Actually, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so I'm going to use the decanter of endless water uh, to essentially run water through the room. Okay. So when it hits any of the, like, invisible cubes that might be farther in the room, we'll be able to see them. Mm. I assume you guys also kind of wait for the room to, to have a little bit of... Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fill up with some water. So, like, if we see a dry square somewhere. Yes. Walking through water is very quiet. It's okay. I got disadvantage on stealth checks anyway. Well, that's good, because now all of you have stealth or disadvantage on stealth checks. Oh, golly. No, I have advantage on stealth checks, so I just rolled normally. <laughs> so, you have advantage because people can't usually see you. Mm -hmm. Well, it just gives with me your advantage. cloak that makes you hard to see, but but just thinking in about this, how the the object works, mm -hmm. it doesn't deafen your sound, and these are responding to your sound. Does it does it have like specific language that says uh, advantage on stealth checks that rely on sight? Because I think there I think there are ones where it's like it, it gives you advantage on stealth checks that rely on sound, like the uh, like the boots of Alvin kind. They like make your steps quieter, and they give you advantage on stealth checks that rely on sound. Checks made to see you have disadvantage, and you have advantage on stealth checks made to hide as the cloak's color shifts to camouflage you. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like it would rely on sight. So in the same way, we're like, oh, whatever, fucking Nathan. I, I don't rules lawyer very much because as we've established, I don't believe in reading, but I do follow logic, both the rapper and the lifestyle choices. Oh, oh, no. Fuck you, Nathan. <laughs> Fuck you, Nathan, because I have the ring of water walking, so I'm walking on top True. of the water. Hey! Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that makes no splash. Hey, I appreciate the logic. I'm down for that. That is awesome. <laughs> Daphne, give me your stealth. That is a 24, my dude. That's hilarious. You All didn't right. even fucking need it. <laughs> Will, stealthy. We got it. We, we took a while to get there, but we got it. All right, here we go. 
how's a 10 do? A nice 10. All the gelatinous cubes turn and start moving back towards you guys. But they're slow. Uh, okay, but shouldn't they? So now they're all making noises, though. Just creating a wake behind themselves. Oh, yeah. Slide across the ground. And they lived in a cavern with themselves. They know what each other sound like. I guess. They know what water sounds like? What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're all like making splashing noises if they're Just moving. Just going to confuse like... the cube. Yeah. So, yeah. Are they, are they like moving at like a constant speed or are they kind of like pulling themselves along like, you know, like, like a slime, you know? They're like a slime, like a, like a snail, I would kind of imagine. Yeah. So that's making like, every time they do that, they're making right. like a I will roll stealth checks for these, these sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just saying if we're if we're talking about they're all like sound based then they're just hearing a bunch of splashing now from each other because you, you're saying that they can't can they not see yeah it seems like they're blind well i don't know how this happened but somehow rule three crit fails damn damn and um and eight dice, so I need to roll two more. Uh, okay. Yeah, they also have like plus 15 to stealth, so they are stealthy as fuck. But. Not three of them. <laughs> three of them are not, and we're gonna roll two d10s to determine which one of the tens those are. One and nine. So <laughs> one and nine are attracting them as well. There. Happy. <laughs> Is there a rock like within 30 feet of us, like forward? I will move my duplicate there and teleport to that rock. Yeah. Nice. Anders snagged a rock. Ra, are you also moving along this line? You kind of joined the party going single file? Give me your stealth. I don't like that. I don't like stealth. 10. Okay. They, they all are coming closer to you guys. I pick up a rock and throw it across to splash over here. They're used to rock sounds. Not water. <laughs> The water is new. It's a new thing to their element. It was introduced two minutes ago. Okay. All right. They've never heard water splashes before. It's not like they live on the other side of a moat. <laughs> oh, that's fine. You're right. You're right. You don't have to roll. You're right. Uh, They've never heard this rock splash, though. What is the squirrely thing you were going to try? I want to I wanna yell out to uh, Daphne and Rot behind me um, to... Uh, climb up onto a rock and get standing up on a rock because um, they've, they've both got rocks that are like next to them i want i want i basically want to say we should get our feet out of the water stand up on a rock and then i want to run and try to get past that slime and get standing up on that rock and then cast a lightning bolt going back that way and try to get like a good well uh, i don't know i i was i was gonna do that I like where you're going. I was gonna do that, cause well, cause I there was a point where they were like all, fi uh, like five of these were like clumped up to each other, and I could have hit them all. But now I don't think I have that angle, so I think I'm gonna rethink From my idea. I could get four of them, but I couldn't. I wanted to get that fifth one, and Nate had just moved it, so I can't get him anymore. So I think I'm. I think I'm gonna rethink my strategy here. So we can let somebody else do something, and I'll try to rethink of something. Can I just say, for the first time, I lowered my laptop down a little bit and saw there were four more of these fucking things? Oh, no. Adam. Uh, Will, one of them is pretty close to you, and just because I'm 
trying to maintain some sort of sense of order. You're, you're the front of the line. What are you going to do? That is a good question. So I've got a, a little slimy boy right in front of me. Can I? It's kind of like behind you, but it's... it's. Cr- oh, he's chasing me. Yeah, it's creeping up behind you. Uh, I'm going to do... Um, oh, but all my... All my stupid spells are me playing a loot, which kind of attracts them. But I'm still going to do this anyway because he's the closest to me, uh, and I'm I'm scared. I'm going to cast a ray of frost on this guy um, to keep him from uh, catching up to me because it slows their movement speed by ten feet, which I would have to imagine makes this guy almost stationary because <laughs> I don't think they're very fast. Um, so does a does a uh, does a sixteen hit? Sixteen hits. Awesome. So I'm going to say, I'm sending you a frosty ray and you're about to have a bad day because I'm going to freeze. Free, freeze you in place. <laughs> Motherfucker. It's my favorite All right. song. Um, so he's going to take, yeah, I had a better song, but then I forgot it because I was going to use it like many turns ago. Uh, let's see here. 2d8 of frost damage. Oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, yeah, that's going to be 15. 15 frost damage? Ice damage? Does Cold he become damage. a rapper named Ice Cube? Oh, damn. Yeah. And his <laughs> and his movement is slowed by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. And then I'm going to move away. Yeah, I'm moving away. All right, give me your, um, give me your stealth at disadvantage yeah, yeah, because of muted. playing your song. We'll try to say you played it quietly. Um, all right. Uh, 11 for stealth. They are, aside from the one that you more. froze... They're kind of following Shit. your, yeah, Can they're I... moving your your feet. And you're noticing that they're picking up speed. Yeah. Can I move? <sighs> I was going to try to move like kind of away from my friends, but I guess me running is, is still kind of moving. I'm attracting them to me and not my friends either way. So that's, that's fine, I guess. Can I see if there is like a little ledge on the other side or are they going to be able to follow us down that like path? There is a ledge on the other side. Okay. And are we still going in like order or are we just kind of doing ad hoc things? Yeah, we should. Well, I don't know. You guys want to go ad hockey? Or you guys want to go in order? Which is easier for you? I'm fine with the way we've been doing it, I guess. Robert. Okay. So the one the one that's right in front of me is frozen, correct? Yep. Okay, cool. Um, then I am going to, uh, I'm going to move up. Let me make sure I can count that up. 5, 10, 15. No, no, no. I'm going to try to get to this rock. Can I get there? 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, I can. So I want to I wanna try to get up onto this rock and get and get my feet out of the water. Okay. Um, and then turn back. And I think with a 5 by 100 foot line, basically going in between all of these, I should be able to get all of them with a lightning bolt. Yeah. Now, are, if, if I do that, am I far enough away to where, like, the electrical charge isn't going to carry over to Daphne and Rot, or do I need to try to get them up on a rock? as well give me a nature check okay that's a 15 plus 318 so what you know is gelatinous cubes are gelatinous Mm -hmm. um and they are conductors of electricity in and of themselves okay and having an electrical conductor like that in water right you are running a high risk of this zapping everybody touching water Okay, um, so Ander and Will are both out of the water, correct? Uh, Will is not. Okay, then uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout I'm gonna shout out to everybody real quick. 
uh, everyone should get up on a rock and get their feet out of the water if you are not already. Um, and then maybe that might draw a couple of them towards me. I'm fine with that. If it's, I mean, if it's drawing them closer to me, it's just going to make them easier to group up and hit with the lightning bolt. Um, but if everybody can get up and onto a rock real quick, and then I can do my thing. I am not in the water. Uh, Daphne, you are up next. You have a rock that's kind of right next to you. I'd also like to mention at this time, Reginald uh, has just been moving along the opposite wall. <laughs> just like making good stealth checks while we've been distracting the slimes. Yep, just... <laughs> He totally didn't yeah. have to still check all five of these what a right dick. when that was there. Nah, he waited for you guys to start making noise. And then... he's, he he's, just, been, he's been moving at the most advantageous moments. He moment. used his dash action once they started moving away. You know tabaxis, tabaxi rogues especially. They've got like a thousand feet of movement. He's got like wall climb also, so he can just kind of like... He's already on the, the other wall. side waiting for us. Yeah. yeah, he's on the other side waiting for you guys. Is there a cube in front of me? Is that what's happening? Uh, can I run past it without a... Uh... Um, there's the one that will froze that's like 10 feet, uh, or 10 feet up, 5 feet over. Opportunity attack? As it is frozen, yes. Cool. I'm going to do that. Okay. Are you staying in the water? Uh, I mean, I can't really do anything else about it. Give me that stealth check. Okay. 13. I'm walking on top of the water. But you're still touching it? I mean, I have boots. The bottom of the boots. Where the shoots made out of. Yeah, do you have rubberized soles on your boots? I would assume that these boots are, are made for water. Uh, they are the boots of water walking. Yeah, they're duck boots. They got a whole rubber sole. All right, uh, rot. Kind of in the back here. I'm climbing up on a rock, baby. Close one? Nope, further one. No, look, this one. Okay, you're moving in the opposite way of where you're going? Well, if I move this way, then all four of these are close. If I move this way, then only three of them are close. Sure. Logic tracks. And then I use the uh, one spell I used earlier, Minor Illusion, to make a big sound over this way that sounds like a tabaxi drowning. <laughs> wet cat. Everybody loves wet cat. Yeah. Uh, just give me a performance. Crit fail. But I don't... It's just, it's, I mean, it's just a spell. It yeah. Cast a... Doesn't sound great. It makes a loud sound, though. But also, these gelatinous cubes are starting to, to come to a little bit more of life. Uh, and you notice that they are moving significantly quicker now. Uh, Ander. All right. Uh, how far away is that uh, ledge up in front of us? 30 feet forward uh, and then 10 feet over to the side. Okay. Um... I will uh, put my duplicate as far to the right-hand side as I can and just have him be splashing around over there. And then I will try to stealth my way up to the next rock. Splish splash. Okay. Uh, give me a stealth check. And I'll give you an advantage because you're, you've made a distractionary sound. Uh, so does that just cancel out the disadvantage from the water? Yes. Okay. Another 16. Man. Okay, they don't seem to hear you at all. Uh, Will. All right, all right, all right. Um, I think I'm going to try to get up on a rock. <laughs> ASAP. Do I need to do any... Yeah, did I need to do any kind of check or anything? There's a rock. Five. No, it's right next to you. You're up on a rock. Uh, 
yeah, I think that's all I'm going to do for now. I just want to make sure that I'm up out of the water when this thing happens. Is there, who's that right next to you? Is that Daphne? Is Daphne on a rock? Oh. Yeah, Daphne. She is not. But she's walking on water now. Uh, oh, that's right. Okay. Is there a room? There's probably not room on this rock. Is there? Okay. Uh, I'm going to let Daphne figure that out then, I guess. <laughs> uh, and... I guess that's that's my turn. All right, Daphne. I mean, are, are we still shocking the water for no reason? I mean, I was going to try to lightning bolt the cubes, not necessarily shocking. The, if I shock the cubes, then it's going to shock the water. That's the only reason that I was concerned with that. Or vice versa, you shock the water, it shocks all the cubes. So not really for no reason. Uh, I mean, I'm going to, well, I mean, it's not really near us anymore. Or are you, are you planning on just doing it behind us just for shits and giggles? I mean, I was planning on doing it when the slimes were coming near us. So maybe that's changing now, but I haven't, I mean, it hasn't gotten to my turn yet. So I don't know. Best laid plans happen, you know. Okay. Gonna go up to the ledge and climb up. Okay. So you're not quite getting there yet, but. That's fine. All right, uh, Robert. Okay, um, yeah, I'm gonna um, turn back towards the group of cubes uh, and I'm gonna send a lightning bolt out into them. And I'm gonna try to get it like in the middle of the group as much as possible so that it disperses out among, now that it looks like pretty much everybody has tried to get up on a rock. Um, so they're gonna need to make a dexterity saving throw. Let's assume that they have no dex for stability. Um, I think if they, I think if they have no dex, then they auto fail. Yeah, their dex is negative four. Oh, okay. Modifier. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they would have to, they'd have to beat my save DC, which is sixteen. So they would so literally, they would literally need to roll nat twenty. All right, let me roll ten dice and see if I burn another nat twenty today. Uh, no, not on those four, and two more. Nope. No, not 20s. I need two more decent. Very nice. So is this is this going to be damaging all of them? Because it's in a, it's in a line, but I'm assuming it's spreading out enough to where it's going to hit all of them. So as you hit the water, mm-hmm. you see kind of all, the whole floor in the room glow yeah. with the electricity as the electricity goes throughout all of this water. Tight. Yeah. Cool. All right. So they're all going to take eight d6 damage, which is. Seven, two, or twenty-seven lightage. Boom! That is a lot of damage. It's oh, sparks. They look bloody, but they are. <laughs> they're, they're, they're they are in fact gelatin. The one that Ander was fighting earlier and that will hit is looking pretty rough. Okay. Its gelatinous cubiness is not quite as cubey okay. as you've seen previously. Uh, you know, it's kind of got some more rounded edges now. Tight. It's it's pretty rounded. The rest of them all are still pretty pretty cubical. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so I uh, electrocute them, uh, and uh, uh, in the hopes that it just fucks them up. <laughs> yeah, you you fucked up a lot. That's the of them. goal. Uh, are you also gonna move? Uh, no, I'm gonna stay on my rock. Um, because I I get the feeling that if they move on the next turn, it's probably going to be towards me and I can probably just shock them again if I need to. So I'm going to, I'm going to stay here. Um, and I'll actually, I'll, I'll like say to the group, uh, like, uh, I believe I can shock these cubes to death if need be, if everyone can move out of this bad room. Rot. 
Oh, uh, seeing at the effectiveness of this, do they all have ball bearings in them? No, just six of them. Do you know which six? The six cube ones. One through six on the die, but as I've moved them, some of them have well, their see, numbers. Well, seeing the effectiveness of that, Rot is going to use shocking grass and go straight down into the water Ooh. to shock all of them again. Okay. Um, nice. If they're wearing metal or armor, they take disadvantage. Okay. So I'm just going to roll one for all of them. That's great. Uh, so that's seven plus six. When you say 30. they take disadvantage... Or do they have to roll some sort of saving throw? It's against their AC. Okay. Oh, that, does that mean, wait, does that mean it you says, have advantage? Make a melee spell attack against the target. You have advantage on the attack uh, roll. Yep, you have advantage on the attack roll if they have armor. Okay, so... so you have advantage on six of them. So 13 for the regular ones, and the ones with advantage, 14. Okay. Their AC is six. Nice. Cool, uh, cool, 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 cool. Nice. So that's oh. a, I don't make these guys. <laughs> so that's another 2d8. So that's five more damage to all of them. All right. And then I would move to that rock. <laughs> are you uh, jumping to the rock, or are you walking through the highly electrified water? Well, I electrified it, done electrifying it. Okay. You know, <laughs> like zap, done zapping, splash, splash, onto the rock. Maybe okay. splash, splash. Do I okay. need to make a stealth roll? Yeah. I should have just stayed on the first rock. No, I just... I like freaking me out sometimes. Uh, the disadvantage is 17. Okay. They're not coming towards you. Uh, who's in front of this order? Ander. Same thing as last time. My duplicate will, uh, uh, as far to the right as it can, and then I will try to get up onto the ledge with my duplicate splashing around. Okay. They're pretty much as far to the right as... As they can be, and you've gotten to the ledge with uh, Reginald Fuzzy Bottom, and he's ah, I knew you could do it, my friend. You are nimble, quick. We will rob many banks together. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, sounds sounds great. Um, though banks is <laughs> they're not my specialty. Uh, I'm okay with tombs, but <laughs> banks uh, uh, belong to other people. He's he's more into tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> Is a victimless crime. I believe that the banks are insured, and everybody who is storing money in them gets reimbursed. Uh, only up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per member. That's fair. Anything over that—that's a loss. At that point, we are robbing from the rich, and as would you say, the rich? Would you say you call yourself Robin Hood? No, I call myself a Russian old fuzzy. That, that one did not, Adam. That I gotta tell you, bud. That one did not work. <laughs> there is no hood. I do have a fuzzy bottom. Uh, Daphne. I'm um, gonna just climb up the ledge. All right. Well, I'm also gonna try to uh, just get out of here and climb up that little ledge. Who's left? Robert. That'd be me. Robert. I'm gonna I'm gonna use up my uh, last third level spell slot and I'm gonna lightning bolt them again. So uh, I mean, we basically established that they would need to roll nat twenties. Yeah, to... just just give them roll me okay. some damage. All right, give me uh, those two. Uh, Twenty one points of lightning. The first cube that everyone attacked. Poof. Nice. How uh... I mean, How much did you say? Twenty one. Twenty one. So I only got one of them with that? Damn, how much HP do these guys have? 84. Fuck off. Oh, that's a lot. 
Well, I got one. Those has got to be close. So is that uh, is that cube number one then? Yep, cube number one is gone. Cube number six is looking pretty rough. Tight. Because that's the one that also took some frost damage. Um, and then can I uh, can I go ahead and have um, Sparky just uh, like hop over? Actually, if you want to grab me Sparky real quick, there he is. Yeah, I'm just gonna have him. I'm gonna have him hop o- hop over here and just start kind of splashing around and trying to get, uh, draw their attention. So that way they stay in that area. Or can he not splash in the water because he's spectral? Isn't he electric too? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in appearance, he's not actually electric. I just... Sparky's going to take some damage from these QB boys. Oh, no. I forgot that familiars can take damage. All right. Well, I mean, they have to hit him first. <laughs> no, they don't. What? They just have to occupy the same space as What? Them. Oh, no. Oh no, what's your, my familiar? Poor dog. What's my familiar's HP? It's oh no! One, dude. It doesn't say how much HP it would have. It does, however, say that I can temporarily dismiss it and it goes into its pocket dimension that it comes from and then I can re-summon it. So can I have him splash and then temporarily dismiss him and have him go away before they before they hit him? Makes me feel much better <laughs> killing Sparky. <laughs> Nobody wants to kill a dog. Yeah. Even even when that dog is technically an electric sheep. Because you're literally just just having him be surrounded by yeah, gelatinous okay. cubes. I, yeah, I, I say, I say, Sparky, make a splash, and then return home. And then he temporarily disappears. All right, Rot. Shocking grass, the water, zap him. Are you two just going to continue to shock? We're going to shock him until they die. We're going to fucking kill, we're going to... I yeah, doubt we, that we anything gotta, we take we out get, of this We got to get those ball bearings back, dude. Yeah, do you want your ball bearings or not? Yeah, I got... Are you gonna loot? Are you gonna loot the the slimes? <laughs> I just want to make sure I safely get through this. I'm okay. gonna be rock hopping this whole time. I'm gonna tell you, nine out of the or eight of the remaining nine still have 31 health. Do you want to fast forward? We're grinding. We're grinding XP. We gotta level up this this session. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna zap the water, as Daphne would put it. Do I make an attack roll? Is that what I Yeah, do? just roll damage. Just roll damage. Cool, 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 cool. Nine. Okay. They all still have 22 health. And I've moved to this rock. All right. While noise was made here. Robert. Uh, yeah, I, well, I don't have any more lightning bolts, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do a cantrip shocking grasp into the water. Uh, Rot, that idea of using shocking grasp seems like a good one. I will take that. Uh, and I'm gonna shock and grasp uh, for ooh nice 14 damage. Cool. Uh, nine plus 14, 23. They all still have eight health, except for uh, cube number six died. Nice. Yes. So you have eight cubes left. Nice. Rot, would you like to shock and grasp again? I'm gonna I'm gonna shockingly grasp them. <laughs> They're dead. You got eight damage. I got way more. Good. Hell yeah. Excellent job, Rot. And we killed just, a bunch of After they're of all dead, I just like march like splash, 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 splash. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't care about making noise to now. I'm just gonna the bridge. Gonna hoot hoot and holler on on all the way up to the to the platform. That was unconventional. <laughs> unnecessary. Uh, goes against my personal code of ethics of live and let live, but you know, Winning a thief's guilt. Hey, you I, want a I safe not, way back, don't you? I do not believe those cubes would have let us live if it were up to them. 
that is fair. However, do we debase ourselves to the lowest moral of the common denominator, or do we not believe in rising above and being our best selves? <laughs> my, my best self just killed about 10 slime cubes along with my good buddy, Rot. I high five. We high five. Yeah. Nice, nice job, you guys. Uh, thanks for getting my ball bearings back for me. Oh shit! I go back. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I summon I summon Sparky back from his pocket dimension, and he goes and. <laughs> I was just messing. I was just messing with you guys. You didn't need me. And we move on. <laughs> um, give you a handful. Also, for future reference, Nate. Uh, the familiar the familiar takes on the stats of its chosen form so it's a sheep which means it has an ac of 10 three hit points uh a plus one to strength uh a minus four to intelligence and a minus three to charisma and then a zero on everything else so it's gonna get eaten by slime pretty easily i can't believe that if, if there's more slimes but oh my goodness it looks like they're all dead whoa that is true and now we just have the one final challenge how do you know there's one final challenge, Reginald? You've never been this far. It's a, it's a classic classic rule of threes. <laughs> I studied. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you never planned a caper before. You have to do this plan. I think this constitutes more of a heist. I, it's definitely not a grift. It's definitely not a grift. We can all agree on that. You have to plan this, whatever it is. I don't think it's any of these. There's no lying. I mean, we just walked into an open grave and are stealing shit. I believe that means it is a raid. Yeah, there we go. You plan raids. So you have timing. You coordinate. You make sure it's on everyone's calendar. <laughs> yeah, you really got to check the siege dates. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't want conflicts, That's anniversaries, things pop up, you know. Right. Worst thing is being in the middle of a raid when it's your honeymoon. <laughs> no one wants that. Unless, anyway, unless you are raiding together and it's just a two-person raid, then that's going to be fun. A raid seems like it would make an excellent honeymoon. Absolutely. If that is what you and your partner wish to do, by all means. <laughs> uh, but we just have to get the treasure now from the Sphinx. Very what? The, you said the Sphinx. Yes. Does this mean that we will be answering riddles? I am excellent at riddles. That is fantastic. And as you walk down the hallway, it opens up and you see a Sphinx with a paw on a treasure chest. Nice. And the Sphinx voice bellows throughout the room. Who dare enter my domain? I pointed at the backseat. Is this one of the riddles? Guys, guys, this is gonna be so easy. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, uh, I don't, can I roll an intelligence check to see if, it's a, if this is a riddle? Yes. <laughs> uh, don't fuck it up. Some of us have aliases. We need to make sure we get this right. Uh, that's an 11. You do not believe this is a riddle. Okay, tight. This uh, is just like pleasantries and greetings. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nudge uh, Reginald the Tabaxi. I believe, since you are the one spearheading this particular raid, you should introduce yourself. I am Reginald Fuzzybottom. Hello. Yes, I am Robert the Human. Hume. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Will. 
Maybe you've heard of me. Have you heard my mixtape? If not, here is one. You should check it out. I'm Ander. Daphne. Oh, me, I'm Rot. Uh, I did go by Artie for a short minute. Um, but that was like, that was someone else's problem. I was under the impression we were no longer using our aliases. Yeah, but I don't want to lie to a sphinx. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I said I'm Rot, and I once went, but, you know, I'm not trying to fuck that makes this sense. shit up. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Do you mind uh, scooching your paw there uh, so we can, you know, grab that treasure and, and be on our way? We don't mean to disturb you or anything. I will remove my paw Ooh, if you answer my well. riddles three. It did not rhyme, no. Are sphinxes supposed to rhyme? Yeah, no, I... No, I don't think so. No, no. <laughs> Just the way the way that you said it. The way that you said it made me feel I like I should have... tried to rhyme right fun. away. This is fine. No, so, so you're referencing, like, uh, like the troll or something that you like have to yeah like the bridge troll right yeah yeah where that rhymed and so he's like to get past me you must answer my riddles three so it's not you can't just like take answer my riddles three because <laughs> it doesn't rhyme <laughs> i do riddles not rhymes <laughs> Would you say you do them all the time? <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. He's the dungeon master. <laughs> what word changes sound and becomes a name without changing a letter? No, I will not repeat the question. <laughs> but for me, will you repeat it again? What, 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 what word changes a sound and becomes a name without changing a letter? Uh, I, I like narrativized that Robert Hume would really like riddles because he's a robot and they're like logic puzzles and like things that I feel like he would actually like. I personally am not very good at riddles. <laughs> what? Okay. What? what name? No, what sound? No, what name changes a sound and becomes a word? Other way around. What word changes a sound? Changes a sound and becomes a name without changing a letter. Is it not your job to know these things? Conferring with the group. Uh, what a, what about like a sound like Mike? I mean, that doesn't change sound. Here's here's a, here's a, here's a here's a here's an interesting D and D mechanics question for you, Nate, as the DM. Can I roll an intelligence check for Robert Hume to see if he would know the answer to this riddle? You can. Okay. Um, and I can tell you it on the side. Okay. I do want to give you guys like opportunities to think of it right, on your right. own. Um, but like, if you guys want to just, you guys are stumped and you want an intelligence check, yeah. make your way out of this. Like that'll be kind of like the brute forcing way to get get out of a puzzle. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do that just yet then, because like, okay, so like, what word? Because like, uh, in a lot of cases, like riddles are like they use wordplay. So it's like what sound what, changes a word. What's or sorry, the wording of the of the riddle is what again? What word changes sound and becomes a name yeah. without changing a letter? Okay. What word? And I'm gonna let you guys know there are two of them. Uh, and I found this on multiple different. Please don't say riddles.com. Uh, <laughs> riddles of fifth riddles grader of will fifth know. Fifth grader bullshit. So like, does it become like a name, like A N A M E, or an aim, like A N? Space AI. You're overthinking it. Am I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 The, what word changes? The answer is stupid obvious, but. Oh, it's one of those. Okay. Yeah. Like once you hear it, you go, oh. 
Could it be like Nick? Like you nick your finger and then Nick is the name? Yeah. No. But it's got a sound it's got a sound different. Yeah, it's got a sound different. It's gotta be a pronunciation change. Right. Knock knock changes the letter. Yeah. Um, knock changes the letter. Excuse me, Sphinx. Uh, uh what would be the assumed gender of said name? Uh not to, you know, certainly <laughs> identify, but like the like if you were uh, presumptuous or if you were born in like the 1800s and therefore not a smarter person give me an intelligence check and if you do well I'll give you a hint see if you can get a hint yeah, I, think, I think that's a fun way to do this yeah, kind of yeah intelligence checks for hints nat 20 nat 20 oh shit um ancient men have held this name huh so could it be like sir or lord or king, I wonder. Mm, I mean, none of those like change their sound in order to become a different kind of. No, but I'm thinking is like, does it is it like a name like I name you the, you know like. It, I don't I don't know that I don't know that it's like a title. Would it be like a singular word, or something like a oh. dam? Interesting, interesting, interesting. Oh, that's it. That's an interesting guess. It is a singular word. So it's not okay. it's not a dam. Um, and I can tell you that knowing what you all enjoy, there are popular characters in shows that you watch, maybe not like the most popular shows out there, that hold these names. Oh, it's Bojack. I'm just kidding. There is a character in Bojack <laughs> with one of these names. Fuck. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, we got Todd. We got... Bojack, Caroline, Princess, um, Diane. It's so hard to think of characters' names now. <laughs> uh, Steve McNeil, the Navy Seal. <laughs> the albino wino rhino. The only gyno you know. The only gyno that I know. Uh, shit. <laughs> hey, hey. Ancient people have had ancient men have had this name. <laughs> old world. What was the riddle again? What word changes sound and becomes a name without changing a letter? So it's spelled. So it's a, it's a, it's a homonym. It's the it's the, it's two words that are spelled the same but sound differently. Like though or uh or like thought. Like or the and the. The and the right yeah yeah. <laughs> Alloy and alloy. Does anyone know any fifth graders we could call? <laughs> you have made it past the illusions, and you have made it past the gelatinous cubes, but you will not make it past my riddles. Yeah, no shit, buddy. We're not smart. <laughs> you and your little tricks. Little brains, too. I'm trying to think of, like, like, like Vincent wouldn't work for it. Um, will. William or Will I Am. Totally different. Well, no, because will 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 doesn't change sounds. It sounds the same. Stephen and Stefan. <laughs> I just used the John, but no, no. John John doesn't, John doesn't change sound. I'm trying to think of like other like old like is it like like ancient as in like is it ancient as in like biblical? Oh God, Job, Job and Job. There we go. That Thank was one. Christ. The other was Thank herb Christ. and herb. Oh, okay. oh my God! Herb and herb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, uh, uh, I, I believe that the name is Job, which is also spelled the same as the word job. Good, Good job, work. Robert. 
Good job. That's cool, right? As soon as as soon as I thought of of like something biblical, I was like, oh, okay, fucking obviously, the Book of Job, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good job, Robert. All right, I Robert figured that out immediately in canon, and because of how much I love riddles. <laughs> there was no deliberation let's or thinking on, it out. Let's bring on the second riddle. What has a mouth but cannot eat? Moves but has not legs. River. Has a bank. It's a river. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I also knew that one immediately, but I was gonna let him finish. I thought it was funny to cut off a sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. <laughs> what goes on four feet in the morning, two feet at noon, and three in the evening? This is another one that I am aware of because it is the thing that I am. A man. It's a, it's a man. Humans crawl as babies and then walk as adults and then use canes as elderly. He removes his paw from... From the, uh, chest. <laughs> Reginald, we have secured your treasure for you. Reginald moves forward and opens up the ch chest, and you see a glowing light, thinking Pulp Fiction briefcase yes! style. Yes! And the dream pops, and you're on the surface with the core eye. Damn it, I wanted to ask the Sphinx my own riddle. Oh, yeah, should we do a should we do a health check? Because we did do a, I feel like we did a short rest at, like, the end of the last session, because I wrote down, like, how many hit dice I used and stuff. Quick question about popping back out of that dream world. Yes. Is it similar to when we popped out of the dream the other time and we, like, any damage or anything that we had done, ha like, was negated? Yes. Fuck yeah, um, dude. The thing I do want to say, and if there's any way you could possibly do this, mm -hmm. the damage you take in dreams mm -hmm. and the spells you use in dreams is reverted when you hit go back to the dream world. Right. The damage and spells that you use in the dream world is separate. Yeah. Right. Okay. So like, so when so when we're in an actual dream, it reverts. But if we do it um, while we're like fighting the quarry, like actually in Dalquar, it still sticks. All right. Let's roll some initiative. Uh, I also got a thirteen on my. Okay. Hopefully, other people get more. I got a. I got a 17. six. Seven. Yep. Uh, so this works out well because Rot, your turn is first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you get first stabby stabby at the Quarai. All right, right, right. T -t 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 -t. No doubt, no doubt. I am gonna. Ooh, I want to save that for if it gets inside of something. Um, how tightly are we all grouped together? Pretty tightly. You all fell out of the same dream. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Then I am gonna. I'm gonna do dissonant whisper on the Quarai, so it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Does not succeed. Cool, it takes 5d6. Oh, damn. Yeah. 15. All right. And I'm going to back away from it. Oh, it also, because it failed, uh, on a failed save, 3d6 psychic damage must immediately use its reaction if, if available to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Okay. Uh, that means it will take opportunity attack from everyone. Excellent. Oh, cool. Robert never gets to use his dagger. I feel you, bud. Me either. Uh, <laughs> will, doubt, Robert, everyone just want to roll some uh, opportunity attacks as it moves away from you guys? I've never had to do this before. What is it? Uh, I don't hit it. I got a You seven. don't get opportunity attacks. Oh, okay. on your turn. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Will? I got a 19. Hits. Dope. 
So I'm going to roll some damage. Six damage. Nice. Daphne? Uh, I got a t unnatural 20. Hits? Uh, it takes 14 damage. Damn. Uh, Ander, are you back? Then we're saying Ander landed outside of range. Because you guys all kind of popped out of the same spot. Daphne, your turn. Whoa. I'm going to ray of frost. Does a 24 hit? It does. Takes 11 damage. Just You guys are just beating uh, up on this poor Quarai. It's... It lives to ruin people's dreams. <laughs> hey, That's it's my true. job does that for me. And the Monculus missed as well. Fuck off. Cry is gonna charge back in at Rot. Fuck off! No, it doesn't. You Move did. To... You did some good stabby stabby damage. Everyone did. <laughs> yeah, but and I use my speed to move away, so it can't reach me. Okay, then it charges back at Daphne. Um, does a 17 hit you, Daphne? Yes. All right. Then it got you with the pincer. Did not get you with hit the claw. But go ahead and take eight damage. Take how many? Eight. Meanwhile, it's going to try to sweep out with its tail at will. No. And its little stingers her tail. Does an 11 hit you? 11 does not. Then this poor Quirai is probably going to say Quirbai pretty soon. <laughs> oh no, it should take some damage for that. Uh, on your turn, you can use Vicious Mockery to make fun of it for that. Nice. Uh, Robert? I am going to use Witch Bolt. On the core eye, it, it it it's it's still out, right? It's not like within anybody, so I don't need to worry yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, so uh, I'm gonna make a ranged spell attack on it. Um, can I have help? Uh, uh, Sparky, give me the help action, so yeah. I get advantage on that. Tight. I really want to make sure I hit this piece of shit. <laughs> uh, oh goodness. Okay, I got a I got a plus eight, so that's eighteen. It's tight. Uh, so he's going to take 1d12 of lightning damage right now, and then I'm going to maintain concentration on that. Uh, ooh, hell yeah, it's an 11. It takes 11 points of lightning damage. Oh, man. And then I'm maintaining the arc so that on the beginning of my next turn, he's going to take another 1d12. He's pretty beat up. Will. All right. I, uh, I don't have a vicious mockery, but I am going to do... Uh... Wait, 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 wait. You're a bard and you don't have vicious mockery? Correct. I took a bunch of other spell. I do have Tasha's hideous laughter though, which is gonna make them laugh. Will is Will strikes me as very, very wholesome and kind. He does not strike me as the kind of bard that would use vicious mockery. <laughs> Gosh, you've not you don't no vicious mockery and you didn't seduce the dragon. Are, you, <laughs> are we sure you're playing a bard? <laughs> hey, those are rude stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are, classes? What are you a classist? I was gonna say. I think we all learned a very valuable lesson here about stereotyping. <laughs> Don't do it, or you'll end up like our DM. Yeah, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody. I'll I'll do a blasty shooty shoot it every once in a while. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not living up to the to the stereotypes. <laughs> I'm trying to reverse. I'm trying to reverse this. Don't do it. 
Um, but yeah, I want to do Tasha's hideous laughter. So it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. And if it makes it or doesn't, here's my uh, joke that's gonna that's gonna get it to hopefully laugh. Uh, hey, Cori, what do you call a Cori with no arms and no legs in the bottom of a hole? Doug. And it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Ten. No, it needs to make uh, more than that. I'm not gonna tell you what though. You almost got me. Um, so yeah, right now it is. Uh, it falls into fits of laughter, and uh, it falls prone and becomes incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration, which is one round, I think. Yeah. Does it take any damage? Uh, it doesn't. No, no. Okay. Which is more of a uh, yeah. Just keep it, keep it where it's at. Ponder. All right, how is this Cori looking? Because I feel like we need a laugh to follow it back to Dalcor. So, um, this is the first Cori we've seen today. But if you remember back to last session, when you guys dropped it to the zero HP, uh, is when it goes gray and tries to fly home. It's looking pretty rough, also. For the mm, okay. Uh, and did I hear correctly that it's like down a hole? No, that was just a joke. <laughs> okay. All right. No, but it is it is it is incapacitated. So it, I think you guys would have advantage on it if you're attacking it. Um, and right now, it it can't like fly away or anything. All right. Um, so I guess I will move my duplicate up to it, or I'll summon my duplicate and move up to it, and then attack with the uh, flame tongue twice. Uh, oh my god! Even with advantage, uh, the first one's only a thirteen, and the second one's a natural twenty. Uh, and do I get sneak attack since I have advantage? Yes, you do. It's laughing too hard to know that you've snuck up on it. Uh, so that is 23 points of damage. It goes gray and incorporeal and begins to fly away. Please, everyone, give me your survival checks to see how long you can uh, track it and follow it through the sky. 11. Will? I got a 19. Daphne? I got 17. Robert. I got a 14. 14 for your boy, Robert. And Ander. Fat nine. Fat nine. All right. So combined tracking of 70 yards. Not bad. Not bad. Throwing that together with your previous 81 and 79, you guys have made it deeper into Dalcor. Nice. And as you have made it deeper into Dalcor, you're starting to notice the landscape changing. Um, the spikes seem to be spikier. The slagmite, it's on the ground. The black seems to be blacker. Uh, I believe we've entered into a high-definition realm. Look at this. It's like Stuart Semple made this black. This must be the region known as Vanta. <laughs> nah, fuck Anish Kabur. That's fair. This is Black 3.0. The Kurai that you see flying are different now. Oh, Whereas no, they're stronger. We're each of the Kurai that you've seen previously have been these kind of clawy boys with the multiple eyes. The Tskura Kurai, they are now blue with extra tentacly arms. The Hashlak Kurai. And you know you've made it to a deeper level of the dream. Nice! We've gotten one, one, one dream level deeper, guys. Mm -hmm. Now, if we, if, I mean, if we die, if we die here, we're definitely going to limbo. So we got to be real careful. 
And would anyone like to roll for the next dream? Actually, who all has had an opportunity to roll for? I'm pretty sure I have. I have. Kyle has. I don't. I don't think Robert has. So I'll. I'll take. I'll take the next one. All right. Give us a good one. Uh, that is. Am I adding anything to it? What's on the die? And then I'll give you up to your modifier to choose a range of dreams. Got it. It's uh, eighteen. And then what? What's what's the modifier? Yeah. What's your modifier? What? What I'm asking. What? Oh, wisdom. Is it wisdom. Oh, okay. Uh, I have a minus one. Okay. So 18 gives you giant bird. Okay. And 17 gives you dino world. Oh, dino world. Absolutely. That's not even a question. Are you kidding me? Dino world. Absolutely. <laughs> I like slam my fist down on dino world like over and over again. <laughs> I fucking hate this already. As the music plays, you are on a rolling cart through kind of a hilly island and... Gilby waves his hand and says to you, Welcome to <laughs> Dino World! <laughs> <That's wonderful. laughs> and you see the neck of the Bronchiosaurus yes! over the trees, Amazing. just eating down the leaves from the top. Uh, Robert, Robert has never seen, like you've never seen such joy on the face of a human, definitely, definitely a human man. It's dinosaurs. I'm a big fan of dinosaurs. I nudge Robert and I go, you mean big dogs. <laughs> no, I understand the difference between dogs and dinosaurs. Yeah, Rot. It's obvious. I'm the idiot. <laughs> These are the only animals that my father had books about, other than dogs and cats. And I'm All right. Yeah. yeah. Some of the dreams I had planned like to be the Pretty short, sure you, you know, ran session, through them all. Fun, like, kind of cleansery dreams. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of... Unfortunately, the ones like you guys roll back to back in the beginnings stuff. with, oh, that's you know, fine. yeah, with the, the opera and, yeah, yeah. and the baby. Yeah, I, we keep oh. calling. I keep calling him a baby. I know he's not a baby, but well, he he was though when yeah. we first saw him. No, he was like a, 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 giant, a, chi- a, chi- a child, a child, a child, like yeah. that could talk and walk. Yeah, the I want to see the baby. So, I've, I've got a plus three intelligence. One thing worse than that's a kid ever. A child. <laughs> that was fun. Do you guys want to know the names of all of the dreams? Yeah, absolutely. I like. I personally, I I, I like the surprise of it. Okay. When we're oh. when we're rolling for them, but that's just that me. It's impossible. Gonna well, then close You'll your ears. You'll have to listen to it. Well, if we don't remember, then that's fine. That's great. <laughs> oh, you. I think Daffy, you got like ten of them I'm, because your wisdom modifiers. Two. What plus six? <laughs> Next time. I thought you had a really, or I thought you had a. Really Looks high awful wisdom. from here. Hmm. Maybe it was under. Do you have really have wisdom off? Hmm. Mine's plus two. Also, I think. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <Probably> <laughs> one of you guys got a lot of options. Yeah, uh, Daphne had like three options. I don't remember what mine were. Did someone get like a? Yay! At one point Good job, Nathan. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have not done I've not done any editing on the last session uh, because you've been working on your yeah we remodeled the house yeah looks great by the way yeah it really looks amazing also <laughs> nice dude also on another note uh, I got a big promotion at work you got it yeah. I got it hey I'm so happy for you fuck yeah dude congrats these uh these next six letters will probably mean business not much process to manager. Most of you, but I'm gonna be the new 
BPM of SSP. Yeah, that means nothing, but it uh, sounds like BPM, Bipolar Manager of Strategic beats, beats Sales s- Services. Yup. Hey, it's us again. Adam and Nate. We wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of Low Initiative. If you could do us a favor and leave a rating and a comment on your favorite podcasting platform, it would be greatly appreciated. Also, follow us on Facebook. Or send us an email at lowinitiativednd at gmail.com. Just send us character ideas or thoughts and comments, whatever you'd like. And we'll see you next episode.